killed a man. I killed several men. I kissed him. Yeah. That's a lovely dog. Yeah, he doesn't bite. Not like that fucking hound you've got locked up. <laughs> I love the bait. Basically, what we've just done here is created like a massive fire hazard. And they, yes, yeah, <laughs> it looks like they barricaded themselves in the room. Is it some kind of suicide? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kick your fucking brains off. Brains off. Mm. Need to get them out first. Yeah. Pie, wine, victory. Victory wine. Some wine, me. <laughs> or dine, me. And then sixty-nine, me. The first day of our lives, sixty-nine on a podcast. Mm. That's a real <laughs> <laughs> We're making points for the blind. Maybe a big podcast of robbers. That we make our bodies and our robbers and sneak in. Intertwine forever. Ah, uh, I was going to say something about Jormungandr. Is he constantly 69 in himself? Yeah, pretty much. And the thing is, when he lets go of his tail, that's what Hans Ragnarok is about. Yeah, that's when he comes. When he comes and when he turns up, or no. the big finish. The big finish. And then he lets go of his tail. Oh, yeah, master. Oh, when he opens his mouth to go, oh, yeah, the tail flips. That's it, the world flips. <laughs> Everything starts falling apart. You've said so much funny stuff that's just not been captured. Is he recording this as well? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, it does look like he's recording it. Oh. Some sort of surveillance. Although the volume's going to be all over the place because I've been... You've been fucking I've spinning been, I've been rolling chair. about on my chair. It's a new Thank cup. You, I'm a child. Well, I like this cup. Yeah, yeah sorry. My, my mulled wine. It's not very mulled. <laughs> Nor is it wine. It's just a... The bucket is spit. Mug of piss. Do you want your beer in the microwave? Uh, I mean, I microwave tenants is a rare delicacy, but yeah. I think I'll skip it today. Okay. Cool. I think this is the first tenants I'll have had in like. Yep, still tenants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really change. At home, I'm an Asahi man. I quite like Asahi, but I can't remember the last time I had it. It's expensive. Yeah. Five pound, five pound fifty for well, no, six pound for four bottles. It's when not... it's like four pound for a pint of tenants in the pub, that's really. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And Asahi is a lot nicer than Tenants, yeah. in my humble. I've lit a few somewhere. <laughs> mm. We're podcasting from live inside a fire hazard. I'm not happy about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for my burnt corpse to be fi- found in this room. My mulled wine has gone very cold, but I'm nearly finished. It's really nice. It's dead simple to make as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's star anise, uh, ginger, cinnamon, sugar, red wine, and two mandarins, I think. So no British ingredients is what you're filming. Yeah, ah, yeah, that's why it's good. It's not just... A whole mandarins or just a peel? I want two whole and half. I like... wanted a cup of gravy. Was hand sanitizer in it. Until you brought in the hand sanitizer, I'd be all right with it. I'd be all right with a cup of gravy. I have definitely had a, a cup of gravy at some point in my yeah, life. Yeah, but it's not mulled wine, is it? Mulled gravy. Mulled. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, talking about gravy. I mean, a bit of cranberry sauce in there, that's mulled-ish. Is that how you mull stuff? You just put red stuff in it? <laughs> There's got a wee bit of time. Yeah. There's red diesel, mulled diesel now. I haven't never sampled. I, uh... <laughs> Babs, you're a man who's um, drank a lot of petrol in your life. Um, Maybe. Talking mince. 
I am Jamie and I'm here as always with Michael McGinn and our guest today for this festive special is Liam Babington. All right. <laughs> today we have been drinking mulled wine and eating mince pies. I finished all mine during the technical difficulties. Yes. Yeah, this podcast is always just me getting pissed off for the first hour or so while trying to set up all the mics and things. Has everyone had a nice festive period? Yeah, I mean, I'm I fucking full of, full of the festive spirit. Yeah. I was Jesus. working over Christmas and then Don't obviously... Don't the woke mob. Uh-huh. Watched a very nice festive movie on Boxing Day with you, Bill and Ted. Yeah, That's I good. had a good time. That's a good Christmas movie. Yeah. A good movie to watch. Is it a Christmas movie? It's not a Christmas Is movie. Is it set at Christmas? No. No, I didn't think it was. But then again, it was Boxing Day, so... Yeah, it's so we cheated. Should have been watching Die Hard, in my opinion. It's a Christmas film. This course is out, baby. Frozen is not a Christmas film. It's set in the summer. Because they're all pagans. So that's why they sacrificed that girl to the trolls at the start. Does this happen? I don't actually think I've ever seen Frozen. It's good. Through. I like Frozen. Mm. I don't think I've seen it all the way I heard the music too much when it first came out, and then that was enough. Fair enough. It's just... <laughs> it's like you've seen it. I was just thinking about the snowman film, so how you can... Sings you want to wag my dog, man. <laughs> it's just me. No. Sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. No. No, I don't know either. Snowman wanking the dog. The song in Frozen. That doesn't sound very child friendly. Do you want to wank my dog, man? <laughs> just cut that. You've immediately gone on to dog patter. That's <sighs> just, that's not, sorry, it's not funny. But still a question. Everybody's brain energy's been sat by the technical Yeah, That and like a week straight of drinking. I didn't have that. I haven't left the house for a week before today. Because you couldn't, because you're that blind drunk all the time. <laughs> Just drunk on the joys of life. Oh. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Fucking shrapnel all over his phone. Got more mint fly on my phone than I do in my mouth. You should do the big, lift it, lift it up and do the big carby. <laughs> out in one lot. There's a couple of carby. Oh no, one of them Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff's yeah. basically just carby. Carby. It sings. Throat goat. Murray asks, how much would you charge to sell your organs? Wait till I'm dead, you can have them for free. Yeah, I do have an organ donor's card. I think I'm an organ donor as well. Well, we're still alive. It depends on who's getting it. And it depends on what organ it is. Yeah, it's very much a, a tiered pricing system. Because there's no point selling it if it's going to be one that you need. Yeah. So if it's your heart... <laughs> See, all right. Sorry, Perhaps... your fucking brain just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> just trying not to cough. So instead you made a weird fucking popping. <laughs> fucking <way>. wheezed. <laughs> okay. I mean you could have a kid you could have one of my kidneys for not very much. But do you actually need it or are you just wanting to I'm just, just for my collection. Me. For your collection. Yeah. Well, get fucked then. I need my kidneys more than your collection needs them. Yeah. So Murray collects Star Wars helmets and body parts. <laughs> body parts of Star Wars characters? Oh maybe. Glup. What's that? That's Mark Hamill's spleen. <laughs> Glup shells ears. <laughs> Dexter Jets does banger. Pickled like Rasputin's dick. <laughs> yeah, like if it's your heart, you're not going to sell that because you don't need money for being dead. Yeah, I probably wouldn't sell any of my organs, but in terms of really needed it, I would, I would, I would donate it if, if you need, if you needed, it. if you need a kidney, you yeah. can have one of mine. Thanks. If we're compatible. I might need a liver at some point. Not a chance. But <laughs> I, I need... Not a fucking, you'll just is, there not, is there not some weird thing where you can like split a liver? 
Yeah, and it'll grow back to a certain degree. Yeah. Not not fucked ones, mind, but it's pointing at me. My relatively okay liver. I could give you half of that. And I could theory. graft it onto mine and just have one really big liver. Like that Cunt Velden, right? Yeah. The boy with the big hammer. The boy with the big hammer yeah. and the massive liver. Just grafting bits of liver. <laughs> Nothing else. Just the liver. Two cocks. <laughs> thousand yard stairs, the words. <laughs> Two cocks come out of his mouth. Just trying to weigh up all the choices that got me into this situation right here. Yeah. <laughs> all of them bad. Yeah. yeah. Barricaded inside our room. <laughs> podcast. I know. It's to stop the dog running in, we've put a chair in front of the door and the whole place just screams fire hazard. I feel like I am gonna die in this room. You are. Yeah. This is, 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 this, is this is this a whole thing to lure me here? Me and Jamie will be fine. This is the end for you, mate. Yeah. Just one of you comes out with a lighter fluid, the other one lights a match, <laughs> bang. You're the fire hazard. I mean you could have just come you know where I live, you could have just come around and killed me. Didn't need not, to invite me on a podcast. Not in front of everyone. The death will be recorded. Cutting everything out apart from 30 minutes of screaming. This is minutes. the audio version of uh, Happy Slapping. That's it. Well, 15 minutes of screaming and then, the oh, I think it's finally gone out. And then the white ass sparks up again. And then 15 more minutes of screaming. The revolution will be televised, but it's just like the 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 murder will be a radio play. Oh, it's not going on Radio 4 or anything. That might. Imagine it, Red. Welcome to Talking Mints on BBC Radio 4. Tonight on Talking Mints, we have a man burning for 45 minutes. Played by David Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> your David Mitchell scream is very similar to your lemming scream. <laughs> it's also very similar to my leg where you're the death noise as well. Yeah. <laughs> David Mitchell death noise. <laughs> Sorry. Oh! I wish I could do a David Mitchell impression, but I can't. I wish I could replicate the really nasal voice. I just... What would you say in it? What would be the first thing? I'd just do a better version of the Yoda death noise, (laughs) to be honest. I don't think I can do the Yoda death noise. Ultimate Gabe asks, if you had a time machine, would it be ethical to go back and kill baby Hitler? I saw a thing the other day about time machines that because the earth is moving, if you tried to go back to coordinates, you'd basically, you'd probably end up in space. Okay, that's, that's not, that's not something I'd thought about before. Yeah. Because you'd have to go back in time where the the earth was in the exact same bit of its orbit as just now. Uh So you go back in time. Either that or you need the location of where the point you want to go on Earth is in space at the time you want to go to. Yeah. So you go back in time with the intention of killing baby Hitler and then that's just that good night, that final moment of dread before you go, I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere (laughs) and your head explodes. Right, well... In space, no one can hear you shout, oh, you can't, I've done it again. Surely you could only do that the once. Hmm? Uh, I'm built different. Anyway, rip to baby Hitler, but I'm different. <laughs> All travel issues notwithstanding, is it ethical to go back and gub baby Hitler? If I went back in time to kill baby Hitler, but then I sent him back in time to a point where he was just going to be floating in space, I didn't really kill him. Nah, I... 
Is that not no, like, is that like a bit of a manslaughter type thing? I'll go manslaughter, baby Hitler. That's that's my middle. I point. always think you know how manslaughter is like the unintentional one. Like yeah. you, you you killed somebody, but you didn't mean to do it. Yeah, it sounds a lot more brutal. Yeah, it's a bit Conan the yeah, Barbarian is manslaughtering yeah, someone. He's out doing murderings again. He's out doing manslaughters again. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of like it's got a hunt feel to it, doesn't it? Mm. But anyway, we've all dodged the question. Is it ethical? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, because you know that baby what, what? is going to grow up into Hitler and cause the Holocaust. What? But then people would, they wouldn't know that that was going to happen. So you're just some cunt who's gone back and killed the baby. I suppose I have, can you get back forward in time in this scenario? We need to agree for Oh, do you have to hang about the fucking murdered <laughs> yeah, baby? Yeah, just, yeah, that was, sorry. Yeah, that was... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler's folks coming at the room and he's like, Mm. Oh, Sorry about that. You just got a wee bit overexcited to be back on his feet in no time. He's all tuckered. He's exploded. <laughs> I was still sticking out of him. I suppose, like the pre-existing conditions in Germany, meant that there was a lot of Nazis. It wasn't just one, uh-huh, yeah. one guy. So if you kill baby Hitler, chances are someone else is going to come along and do something. I mean, what you what you what, what you really want to be doing is you want to be going back to 1919, finding a meeting of the German Workers' Party and planting a big fucking bomb Just in the a middle big of it. Fucking yeah. I mean, that would be that would seem like a more Wolfenstein it. You wield a shotgun, and then you realise you can't do that because you're not firearms trained in any way. Blowing <laughs> your own fucking arms through your chest, I'm blasting my limbs off with a shotgun. <laughs> First time I fired a gun, it just like cocked straight back into my eye and gave me a black eye. I was Jesus. like, I think I was. Seven, maybe. And baby Hitler was sitting there staring at you just <laughs> as you miss every single shot. To play devil's advocate, what if you were to go back in time and just raise baby Hitler in a loving way? Because as history has recorded, he has a very abusive father. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the root of a lot of his evil ways. Would you go back in time and raise Hitler better? Or would you just give him the claw hammer? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, the, the two options you can right. choose from. Well, I suppose, again, it's dodging the question. If you're going to kill him, why not go back to a time where he's an adult, serving in World War One, and just fucking back of the head. Sayonara. Good night, Diana. The back of the head with what? Sorry. Claw hammer. Claw hammer. Yeah, so it's, it's always the claw hammer. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. So you can travel through time with one item only. <laughs> it's a claw hammer. It's like, you know in Terminator, they're bollock naked when they show up. Uh, yeah. But he's still got the claw. It's in the Terminator back in time. The Terminator music sting, but it's just loads of the claw hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Sending the Terminator back in time to kill baby Hitler has a change of heart and he raises Hitler to express his feelings properly. Through art. Through art. Yeah. I mean he did do a lot of art and yeah. he still turned out I think it's I think it's the claw hammer or the bomb at the DAP meetings. What if you went back and killed Hitler's dad because he was a cunt? Well, you didn't. You don't have to kill Hitler's dad. All you need to do is put him so hard in the boss that he's not going to have kids. That's a more ethical way. Was he not some kind of like administrative border? I can't remember what job he did, but it was something like sounded boring and adminy. But he's just at his desk, and you're underneath with a claw hammer, (laughs) wailing on his boss. It'll be like uh, Jaws. You know, Jaws. You get the sharks for you. Just getting close at the swimmers, yeah. but it's just you getting close to crawling under all the boys. POV shot of hammering someone's knackers. I think that's the more ethical way to do it. 
Yeah. Then you aren't killing a bear and you're just castrating. Just, well, his dad was a cunt anyway. Yeah. So putting him in the bars, you've not committed a murder or a manslaughter. A manslaughter. I guess star of the week, Matt Berry. Yeah. But where does it end? Because, like I said, someone else, there's always going to be a Himmler, a Goebbels, all that sort of stuff, isn't there? Mm-hmm. So, so how could... many fucking knackers do you have to bust before the world's a good place? You'd be knackered. You'd be knackered. <laughs> <laughs> you finally travel back forward in time, five seconds after you left, and your right arm is fucking massive because <laughs> of all the cunts you've hammered. I mean, it sounds to me like our conclusion is you need to think bigger. Yeah, it's not just go back and kill a baby. Uh, it's not a micro-solution, it's a macro-solution. Yeah. We've got to hammer a lot of scrotums. scrotums. Just following entire bloodlines back until you're weathering into some caveman <laughs> that doesn't realise what he's done wrong. Going back and killing the first thing that crawled out of the back. <laughs> <Look what happened. laughs> Enough time to do one little smile before you fade away because you've just erased all of evolution. Ending, ending the, all life on the planet. With one simple swing of a claw hammer. Some would argue that was a better way. It much kinder. Mm. Yeah. Why didn't Thanos just stop all the suffering in the world? Thanos, but instead of the, the infinity gauntlet, he's just hammering half the population. <laughs> the, the infinity claw hammer. <laughs> infinity hammer. Infinity mallet. So yeah, it's not ethical to kill a baby. Mr. Weird Think Godfather. better, think better. I don't feel so good. <laughs> It's Christmas time There's no need to be afraid It's Christmas time There's no need to be afraid It's Christmas time There's no need to be afraid Mr. McCann, I believe it's your question. Get it out of the way now. How much of these do you have to cut off? <laughs> oh my god. Like, people are like, oh, why does it take so long? It's like, you have no idea. The silences, the fucking noises, the belching. It was after we recorded the first one and Jamie was editing it down. It was like, do you realise how much you burp? Are you conscious of how much you fucking burp? <laughs> It's like, I've got to keep that burp in because he's still telling the story <laughs> through it. <laughs> so that's when I've run into the pub. I suppose, I suppose when he's got to sit and sit listening to nothing but you belch <laughs> Drive you fucking wild. <laughs> Folk are like, why are you on edge all the time, Jamie? Like, <laughs> he's got the proper Captain Darling single eye twitch it's every like time he hears it. Tinnitus, but for burps. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Burp Cup. Hello and welcome to Burp and Mince. <laughs> Release the Burp Cup. Imagine sticking this up unedited. Patreon subscribers can get it unedited and it's just... And you'd imagine oh. the fucking... You'd so, be bankrupt. It's the aux cable bit that just belches. It's just... <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hungry for Danish asks, Positing that aliens exist, what types of sports have they created and played? Which I suppose isn't, you know, if there's aliens out there, there's a decent chance that they want yeah. to kick a ball about. Uh, uh, yeah, recreation. Hunt. Cricket. Cricket's a weird I mean, sport. I mean, it does depend on the alien. form of the alien. I mean, all of our all of our images of aliens. Like if you watch Star Trek, everything is, yeah, everything is like other men. 
just, just Greco just Roman normal men. We're just an ordinary men. Claw hammer toss. <laughs> they like hoopla. You have to try and get the claw bit over a thing, whatever the I don't know what hoopla is. It's not the thing where you throw the. Oh, there's another name for it, but it's where you throw the it's like loop the, on the post. Yeah, oh, it's like a right, carnival okay. game. Right. Okay. Uh, ring toss. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know ring toss. Ring toss sounds quite filthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They go, well, you're going to need to rim toss me. Rim toss. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Freudian slip to be honest. Jesus Christ! We've alerted the dog. He's trying to get through the fire hazard. Grand will breach it. Heard someone order the ring toss. So. First alien sport, the the rim toss. Uh, uh, what's the one where you chuck dwarves at a dartboard? Dwarf toss. What the fuck? What, what the fuck are you talking about? Stop looking at me like I should know what that is. Uh, you don't know, see the thing where people, it's like darts, but you play it with a little person. Oh yeah, it's in Jackass. Yeah, it's also thing. Do people do this? Yeah. Like that's, that's, I thought it was just a bit in Jackass. Bigger than World Cup. I'm not having that. No, I don't blame you. It doesn't. It doesn't sound real. Would it be ethical to throw Baby Hitler at a dartboard? <laughs> Would it be ethical to use Baby Hitler as a dartboard? No, no, no that's definitely quite, not. That's quite that's sketchy. Sad. That's quite sketchy. Yeah. Death by a million cuts, or one dart to the soft spot. <laughs> Bang! Deed. Wrong house. <laughs> On the run forever. <laughs> Wrong baby. I've, I've uh, not got a good answer for that. You're saying cricket just because it's weird. Because it's weird and you've got to be a fucking... Yeah. Anything like your classic Olympic games like chucking hammers and throwing stones and things like that. Running as fast as you can. Yeah. Or running Any of the survival and hunting techniques that are now sports. It's a predator playing cricket and just blasting the ball out in the air with his wee shoulder cannon. Hide and seek. Oh. I suppose blood, blood, blood sports are sports and predators, yeah. so mm. predators already do sports well, they've got that covered when yeah. a lot of alien stuff's represented in movies and that there is a lot of gladiatorial combat arena type stuff yeah. represented in that but Klingons and Star Trek uh, pod racing as well pod racing so yeah. F1 and blood sports basically yeah I'm trying to think Never. in Star Wars there's only really dice games and board games and card games I've got that weird holographic chess in New Hope yeah it was never a game of football or anything, was there? Fools get dunked, asks. You can only keep one. Batman video games, Batman comics, Batman movies, or Batman TV shows? Batman video games. I like the Christopher Nolan movies. I would probably go for the comics. Oh, uh, well, I suppose the wanky answer is you can't have one without the other. No, I think you could. I suppose the comics is probably the one, if you were to keep one Batman thing, the comics the most, would be the... Yeah, you get the it starts most in comics, Batman. so yeah. that's the most bang for your buck. But I really fucking like the Arkham games, so... Yeah, the Arkham games are meant. Just feel really bad for Heath Ledger if he spent like so much his... The, the last days on earth taking dunters so he could put his whole ass into a performance just for someone to go no nah, see you later I like the comic books <laughs> exploding your own heart and brain at the same time to give an Oscar worthy performance I mean there's so many goth comics as well though so because my first thought was I'd probably keep the movies but then you're limited to also some very few are. things yeah. the only thing about I suppose the only thing about the comics is in the comics you've got loads of different stories with each character so it's not like 
you know, you're not as limited. Yeah, you've, you've got, got choices. You've got choices if you keep the comic books. I'd love to give you examples, but I don't read comics. Nah. Killing joke. That's a famous yeah, one. That's the, that's the, that is the famous one. Yeah. Basically. I like Court of Owls as one of my favourite storylines. Basically, it turns out that Gotham's always been controlled by this weird sort of government that if you go against them, they'll just send some cunt to kill you. Sounds all right. Yeah. Arkham Asylum by Grant Morrison, that's really good. That's loosely based on Alice in Wonderland and the art style's funky as fuck. So there's good comic books. Yeah. Yeah. Bad ones too, probably. Oh, yeah. Good and bad movies, Absolutely. good and bad games. Yeah. You know, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to go with comics. Uh-huh. Because you seem confident enough in it and I don't have a strong enough argument for video games, to be honest. No. So if I'm nerdy and confident, I can change people's minds. That's your super villain origin. Yeah, 100%. Oh, come on, Batman. Sing us another Christmas song. Oh, I'm sorry, kids, I can't. You see, crime never takes a holiday. Triple P cast asks, do you wash your legs in the shower? Honest answers only. I do. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I never used to. Why? Because I was just like, hits and boss. And then I was like, <laughs> That's I should a... probably, I should, like, when, when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. And then eventually I went, I should probably wash these really long legs. Yeah. But I'm sure of a smaller stature. I wash them when I can be arsed. <laughs> <laughs> Torso, pits, boss, arse. So you've got a different meaning for leg day then? Yeah. yeah. A couple of times a week. That's fine. Peeling the fucking scum off your legs. Sanding it down for... Yeah. What about you, Jamie? Do you wash your legs? Yeah. yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't. Every day? You shower every day? I don't have a shower, no. I, I bath. I bathe. I bathe. I, bathe. Um, I used to shower most days when I had a shower. Well, I shower every morning, but... I suppose I work from home, I don't go out much, so... Sometimes I'm just like, what's the fucking point? I'd shower in the morning and then I'd go to work in a kitchen and then I'd come back and be like, I feel gross, so I have to shower again. Yeah, see, I can understand that. Yeah. I just shower when I come back to work. Mm-hmm. I shower in the morning, freshen me for the day. I'll be in the same boat as Jamie. I go and I work outside all day, lift my stuff about, and then you yeah. come home and it's like I feel fucking rotten. Yeah. My legs are all, ooh, sticky. Wash your fucking legs. <laughs> we get washed regularly enough. It's fine. I'm going to get Erin to print out a checklist. You've got to tick off all the body parts you've bothered to wash. Like, I couldn't yeah, really we, be we, arsed doing my toes today. An entire week of boss. <laughs> Cleanest boss in the lab, but otherwise... You'd fucking see yourself in them. <laughs> well, my balls are sparkling. A really polished sack. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Merry Christmas, bitches! The Gayish Podcast asks, based on a segment we do at the end of each episode, what's the stereotypically gayest and stereotypically straightest thing you've done this year? Gayest is probably kiss a bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Spent time with my girlfriend. It's pretty straight. Belted your dad up the arse. Pretty gay. <laughs> you've got a belter for the straight one. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm having a kid next year, so... Yeah. You have created life with your fiance. Indeed. Done anything gay this year? I'm not gonna think of. I did try to think of a good example for this, but I've done mm. anything gay. Talked a lot about shagging dads. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just part of the course. That's yeah. depends. Is is stuffy saying jest or threatening to do? <laughs> Don't say threatened. 
I don't really want to reel off a list of things that are stereotypically gay. Because well, if you ask a certain corner of the internet, everything's gay. Yeah, so... that's true. Oh, well, I suppose when you look at like the fucking Andrew Tate types, oh, it's like you're a whole slap-headed you know, cunt. Yeah, and it's like it's the oh, that sort of section of Twitter. Like there's folk that will call you gay because that the cunt that does the fucking the lines on the picture where it's like to see who's standing up straight and who's leaning into the other one. Oh Have yeah, you seen that? yeah. So you'll get like a photo of a celebrity couple and one of them's like uh, Jason Momoa uh-huh. or uh, the, the boy that played the mountain in the later seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And they'll be standing next to their partner, their girlfriend, their wife mm-hmm. or whatever. And he'll draw a, a like a straight vertical line down the woman to be like, look at the, her posture. She's standing up straight and he is leaning into her and he's drawn like axis on them. Jesus and Christ. He'll, he'll, this guy will be like, that makes you a weak soy boy cuck or whatever or something like that and you're standing there and going no he is fucking seven foot two tall and he's trying to put an armour in someone that's five foot yeah. that is why he's leaning to one side also who cares uh, yeah but uh, is that there's a lot of that fucking trad stuff that you know the traditional uh, oh I went to live in the middle of nowhere with my wife and 12 children and three of them have already died because we're traditional and she goes hunting and I go out and post on Twitter I guess it's that corner of the internet that just makes you realise that there's a lot of there's a lot of time traveling and a lot of balls to claw hammer until this one yeah, becomes a better place. That's fair. Hard to disagree with that. So according to those people, you've been because Santa's not on your nice list. You've been very gay this year. Mm, yeah. You slept with a woman, that's off the gay. Yeah. I got engaged, that's pretty gay as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's you tied down for life, mate. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you ball and chain. If you've got that mentality, why are you getting married? I don't. I've never understood that. Well, there is a thing in this country where people love to make jokes about how much they hate their wife and kids. Yeah, it's like why? That, if you follow that Fessel account on Twitter, it's like, uh-huh. it's yeah. like I've told my wife that I'm working long hours, but I just go to the pub for four hours every night. It's like you're just clearly not happy with this person. Yeah, yeah. just stop wasting each other's time. I go to the pub for four hours instead of spending time with my wife is like that's massively outing yourself as a completely dysfunctional man baby mm, yeah absolutely um, I saw one the other day that was like oh our elderly neighbour passed away a few weeks ago but I've still been putting her bins out and the guy's secretly getting tanked on cans in the garage and putting all the empties into that bin and he's like oh so I hope no one moves in because then my wife would find out that I've been drinking and it's like, fucking speak to your wife, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, 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 you're, if, you, if you're aware enough of what you're doing to sit and write that out, you probably are aware you need help. Yeah. Propping up a rotten corpse on a couch to drink cans <laughs> your fucking wife that much is uh, so, so bad. Yeah. Yeah. What's that, doll? You're no, you're no finishing that one. I'll take it off you. Two cans on the coffee table. <laughs> One for me, one for her. I've grown with the neighbours a lot recently. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, just make, making sure she's all right. Her fucking jaw's falling. Hold the fold of the hand up at the window. <laughs> I'm struggling to find the straightest thing I've done this year. Bussing loads into women. Yeah? Yeah. Is that what you call the gap in the couch? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> like a 13-year-old, like that's Jay Cartwright type stuff. Yeah, just been 
Boston lads into women. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's like, that didn't happen, did it, Jenny? No, I busted the big old load last night. And your mum. <laughs> and the dead woman next door. <laughs> Just really good at shagging now, that's all I'm saying. Bollocks. Why do you do it best then? Just deep. Try to get really deep, right up to the balls. And do you put the balls in? What? I've heard you've got to put the balls in, really, to make it work. Yeah, can do. This is a nice Christmasy question. Ms Extra asks, would you rather sweat cheese or cry diarrhoea? Sweat cheese? I don't really think... I don't think anyone would pick cry diarrhoea. No, you poo and eyes don't go together. <laughs> That's mm, basic science. That's, that is quite... I learned that from earlier. Yes. <laughs> Sorry if that offends anyone. I do have questions about the texture of the cheese. Of what? If it's like Philadelphia? Yeah. Or if it's like... Even if it is like a nice cream cheese, you're going to be... Yeah, you're going to be fucking stinking. You look like a fucking Play-Doh extruder. So Ross claims that him and his dad have this thing called Cheese Neck. Right. And Ross's nickname for a long time was Cheese Neck. And it's if they get into certain heats... Their necks just reek of fucking cheese. Okay. They? And they do, both of them consume a lot of cheese. That might go some way to explaining that. That might, yeah. yeah. That sounds. But he says it's a Gibbons phenomenon. But just the male Gibbons is. Not down the female way. Yeah. Go so back. when you're sweating cheese, are you actually just excreting like primula out your fucking pores? Or is it just stinking of cheese? Yeah. Either way, either way, that's better than crying uh, yeah, diarrhea. Yeah, uh, exactly. Mm. Crying diarrhea sounds like a really bad new metal song. Cry area. Cry area. Yeah. Yes. Cry area. Bit like a hardcore band's name. Crying diarrhea. We're cry area, and this is our first song. Just out the jail for being nonces. Sweat and cheese. Sweat and cheese. Yeah. Sweat and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cry This is sweat and cheese. <laughs> I went to that as well, but that's not sweating bullets. I was thinking of rain and blood. Rain and blood, yeah. 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 But yeah. crying cheese. No, sweating cheese. Sweating cheese. Caitlin asks, how many pigs in blankets can you fit in a turkey? I have two questions. Okay. Right. Right. Alive or dead? <laughs> what? The turkey or the pigs in blankets? The turkey. Right. Okay. Second question? How intact does the turkey need to remain? So you're just going to keep stuffing tiny sausages into a turkey until it's just no this is, more? Well, there is... I'm thinking, like, so the turkey you get to cook... Right. There is going to be a point at which that is no... That, you know, that's going to have some give before it's not recognisably a whole turkey anymore. Right, OK. So am I allowed to reach... You know, am I allowed to push it towards that point or do I need to keep it so that that is like this could have been unwrapped but it's full of pigs and blankets I think it's probably that it needs to be recognisable as a Christmas turkey by the end of it right okay. what I'm getting from what Babs is saying is like you just want to punch fistfuls of pigs and blankets into a turkey no I'm getting like turkey inflation <laughs> fucking horrible fetish thing and it's just this huge Turkey, Barca, it seems, wear pigs and blankets. Well, I think we should answer the first question. I've never put my hand up a turkey. I have put my I hand don't, up. So I don't, I don't know what the yeah, cavity is inside of that is like. Yeah? There's a lot of space. How many pigs and blankets? Give me it in women's terms. I mean, if you, if you go and buy, if you, if you go up the road and buy a packet of 12 pigs and blankets just now, they're quite wee. Yeah. So I'm thinking three dozen. 
I think more. I think you're hitting 50. Should we stop recording right now and go and Let's test this? Is, is, is there anywhere in this time we can get a turkey right now? Well, if we want to do the, the live turkey as well, we'll need to find the live turkey, then butcher it. I, think we, try, I yeah. think we should work under the assumption that it's a uh, dead, dead, dead turkey. turkey yeah. Yeah. Right. Because if we tried to stick sausages up a live turkey... Well, that's the... I think I'd be getting the shit kicked out of me by a turkey. <clears throat> well, I was assuming that if the turkey was alive, we are feeding it. Pigs and blankets until it's not, not stuff in the cavity. Not stuff in the cavity. Foie gras. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't thought what was clearly a more sensible version. I, was, I, th- I still think we were. I was still thinking of the tradesman's entrance. <laughs> Imagine being on the front page of the Courier because you've had to, you've been in court because you have rammed so many pigs and blankets up a turkey, a live turkey. That the RSPCB had to get involved. Mm. What if the turkey enjoys it? What if it's into it? What you can't so, you can't bring can into you questions. You can't you cannot bring into question what if animals could consent because they can. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. And that is a slippery slope. Yeah. I, I think we're already some way down that slope if that question's been asked, to be honest. Yeah. My what if the animal consented t-shirt is raising a lot of questions already answered by the t-shirt. So you think about 50? Yeah, I think you probably get 50 in the cover. Isn't it good? I've never put my hand up a turkey, so I'll go with Jamie's answer. Mm, okay. I, I, you are a chef, so I will defer to your judgement. Okay, yeah. So about 50. How much could you fit up your own ass? There's a lot of room up there. There's a lot of room <laughs> in my cover. I think before you hit something that could do you some real damage, you can maybe get a train of... What's the first thing you 15? could? What's the first thing you could hit that would do you real damage? I depend. Well, I suppose eggs and blankets are short enough that if you're mm. just shoving them one by one, they would go right through your intestine. You have a lot of intestine before you get to. Right. So, I've, what is it like? Is it not small like intestine? Is like twenty-two feet. Yeah. And then you've got the big one, which is shorter. But the big one's what it go through first, is it not? Yeah. Is it? I, I, I don't know. So at what point does your body start shutting down? Do you have to... You have just to sitting back there, like, <laughs> shaking, and you just try to put another one up there. And then, ah, and then, empty packets to one side. Until the point where there's just another one coming out your mouth, and straight back up, and another one, like a pest dispenser. Yeah. Right. But pest dispenser, but it's pigs and blankets. So <laughs> oh, that's gay. Yeah. Yeah. What's the gayest thing you've done this year? I invented the Pez dispenser for pigs and blankets. The human turned pez myself dispenser. into a Pez dispenser. Yeah, yeah. What's the gayest thing you've done all year? Probably all those pigs and blankets I put up my arse. <laughs> I think the gayest thing I've done this year is discuss how many pigs and blankets I could fit up my arse. Yeah. There's still... I mean, what, what are we on today? We are Stereotypically gayest, I should yeah. say. We're on the 29th. We've still got two more days to do something super gay. Anybody, anybody want to fuck? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Live on the podcast. Live fuck. Live fuck in the fire hazard room. <laughs> Step sister gets stuck in fire hazard room. <laughs> Good to finish before the fire reaches us. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Apple bottom jeans. Straight at her. It's called Burger Man.
It's right. fucking terrible, but I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say gonna be the new Dragula. Uh, no, it's not. It's not oh, ne- nearly was, as iconic as Dragula. I was talking to someone about Rob Zombie the other night. I yeah. Don't yeah. 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 I, I know fuck all about Rob Zombie outside of Dragula and. Yeah. Yeah. He did movies as well. Hey. He's directed. He did one of the Halloween movies for the mid two thousands. I'm sure there's. Rob Zombie looks like he would smell terrible. He does. He looks he like does, he fucking yeah. stinks. What am I looking for? Burger Man by ZZ Top. Yep. <laughs> There's a playlist that's just called Burger Joint Fifties Diner. Chuck Berry. <laughs> All right, that's incredible. It's fucking terrible. But I love be, it. I'm gonna be yeah, that one a lot. I, I, I kind of picture like a WWE style entrance video but with just Burger Man playing and like one of the old shitty 80s gimmicks yeah. of like you know what was IRS some kind of like fucking tax collector or something like that I don't know I'm probably talking to two people that don't know anything about wrestling well I don't know uh, Murray's birthday a couple of folk were talking about wrestling and um, one of them had brought up Rey Mysterio and the only thing I could bring to the table was Rey Mysterio killed the man in the ring oh I thought yeah, that happened yeah, didn't I forgot it? about that I could tell you Rey Mysterio wore a mask. He did. And Thanks. That's about it. And apart from when he didn't, he didn't. There was a period when he was in WCW in the 90s, he didn't have a mask on. I still remember that being a big deal as well. Because it was like it, it was like Slipknot taking their masks off. And they were like, oh, fuck. Do you remember I'm... when Corey Taylor was on QI? No. What? Yeah, so I remembered this the other week and I was like, I've had a head injury at some point. <laughs> that does sound like you've had a head injury at some point. Corey Taylor... It was after the Stephen Fry had left and it's Sandy Togsvig. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was one of her earlier seasons on it. But Corey Taylor was on an episode of QI. Why? I'd, to promote... Slipknot. Sort of the Sly or Stone Sour uh, or something. Is that the... Stone Sour. I forgot about Stone Sour. Yeah, I try to forget about Stone Sour. Is that the demographic now? The people... I mean, people I mean, are rich, I suppose. I think that's the only person in the last decade or whatever they've got on that isn't some middle class yeah Ian Hislop well no it's maybe unfair on Ian Hislop who's a real fucking wank David Mitchell David Mitchell Ali Davis I like David Mitchell I like them but at the yeah. same time a lot, they're a lot, not real people a lot, a, lot yeah. of his, a lot of his comedy in terms of the shows he's done is very good but on the flip side the man's an arsehole mm-hmm. fair so, but then again, I mean, if you were to judge everybody who's who puts that in, I'm not an asshole. I'm just posh. No, you're great in the face to be told. Would you kill baby David Mitchell in the crib? No, oh. no, no, no. Because then we we wouldn't have cheeseoid. We wouldn't have cheeseoid. I love Peep Show. Yeah. There's a Peep Show related question in the question. Peep Show is very fucking good. Yeah, it took me fucking years to get into Peep Show because I just I was watching. I was like, this is just horrible. Mm. The Point of view cameras, the running commentary, <laughs> the whole cringe of it, but that's what makes it I, I, so I, good. I've never been able to get into stuff like the in-betweeners because I don't like cringy comedy. Well, I was, I was actually going to say that Peep Show is kind of like the in-betweeners for people that have an office job. Uh, I liked in-betweeners when it came out. I don't think I liked the second movie. No. The second movie was shit. I went to see that in cinema. I went to see a lot. I went to see a lot of bad movies in cinema around that time. I remember we used to take it in turns to pick 
And for some fucking reason, I picked to go and see that Noah film that has Russell Crowe oh, in it. Oh, I remember, you, tell, I remember you giving me the synopsis afterwards. It's fucking Belen. It's absolutely terrible. Ray Winston's in it, isn't he? He is in it, yeah. yeah. And he does that betting advert. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, there was a wee period where I was sort of dating and seeing folk and things like that, but I also had my pals. And I ended up seeing epic movie about seven times in the theatre. Oh, what in the picture? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, epic movie is the Spider Man rip. Uh, epic movie is a rip of a few of them. I've actually oh, got an epic it's, movie. It's got a cap, it's got it's Captain, got Captain Jack's Jack Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, it's the yeah. Narnia one. Yeah, yeah it's got that's right. a bit of Narnia. Yeah. Because what's the one that's the Spider Man rip and it's got Leslie Nielsen in it as the Uncle Ben type? Is that superhero movie? That might be superhero movie, yeah. and that's the one of the only ones that I remember being actually all right. Yeah, I'd, but I like don't know that. if that's just because I really like Leslie Nielsen. I mm. remember going to see a disaster movie at the cinema. So I definitely saw oh, that. Oh, I used to rent that for the fucking video shop, uh-huh. right. and I'm surprised that our mum didn't just shoot us when we were children for getting that. Uh, meet the Spartans, whatever the other fucking guff film. Oh, I used to watch I Kangaroo Jack. I've seen all of these in the cinema, apart from Kangaroo Jack, which I've not seen, I don't think. We should watch Kangaroo Jack because I haven't watched it in years and I remember loving it. Yeah. And there's bits that come through to me in the middle of the night when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> and I go, that movie must be fucking dog shit. But I just want to check. It could be the masterpiece. It could be, it could be cinematic gold. I was working a couple of weeks ago and just talking of things which are a bit guffy but we like um, I heard a little bit of music and I turned around and was like oh Spider-Man 3 on and I knew it just from a tiny little fucking that's how much I watched was that it the jive? was it the jive scene no it wasn't oh. no it was like background music do you know what I think it was actually Spider-Man 1 but I just heard the Danny Elfman sort of sting and I was like I know what this is. Yeah. From nothing else. Yeah. It's weird how you get that with like sound clips. Like you hear like wee bits of old games and stuff. If you're watching like uh I watched a, I can't remember what it was about, but I watched a video recently that had like a two second clip from the first Call of Duty in it. Alright, okay. And it was like I know that sound. It's like instantly I'm back playing it and I'm like yeah. ten, which is obviously far too young to be playing Call of Duty games. But like, even the music that you haven't listened to in fifteen I know music is probably more recognisable than like actual studio produced albums are yeah. more recognisable than sound bites from games and movies and stuff like mm. that. But sometimes you'll hear a song and you've not heard it in 15 years and it'll be fucking Hollywood Undead or something like that. And you just, it all comes it all comes crashing back. Stuff that you've tried to lock away in your brain for years. Yeah. And then it's like, I listened to that music when I was a wee fucking god. You could put on any, any track from Hypnotise or Mesmerise and I would know the words to it. There is a Even though I've not really listened to those. It's very time. weird you've brought up Hollywood Undead because about 50 metres from direction, uh-huh. there is somebody who has a Hollywood Undead flag on the side of their shed in the garden. In Blair, I walked past this earlier on because I was walking down and saw it over a wall. Who the like, fuck is still listening to Hollywood Undead? I know, I've, I've forgotten Hollywood Undead existed until about a week ago and I put on a couple of the tracks and I was like yep this is still as beeling as I thought it was 10 years I ago I never got into Hollywood <clears throat> Undead no I was shy I got into them I think I was a lot <laughs> old for them you, you for the people that write sing and listen to that sort of music you're definitely too old for them now by about oh, 50 no, nah, years no I'm saying when they came out I think I was a lot old for them at that point how old are you? I'm 30 next month 30 next month you're 20 I'm 26 next month 26 next month I'm 28 in August 
Yeah, I think we're all probably a bit off. Well, me and Connor got really into them. I mind someone in the year above me got really into them. Lee Rogers? No, it was... I thought you were about to say Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. I really hate Hollywood Undead. I, Connor was telling me that he was listening back to them again because I kind of do a similar thing with Avenged Sevenfold where I listen back to it and I go, oh, that's actually, I mean, that's, that's quite you good, but I'm not going to tell anyone. You were talking about Avenged Sevenfold in the pub. Connor was on about Hollywood Undead and Matthew was on about someone as well and I was like, oh, fuck, I've not heard them that's in not, ages. That's, that's not some pop punk shit. Well, that's that? the problem. They're into pop punk and pop punk is objectively for bad, bad people. Yeah. yeah. Pop punk is... Stinking. It's, it's howling. <laughs> it's a psyop for paedophiles. <laughs> In my head, I'm, I'm, I'm back listening to Kerrang! circa 2012 and I'm having a very oh, bad we were, time. Yeah, we, we were talking, talking about, about this about recently, it, yeah. Kerrang! that was brought up that sort of was the catalyst for a lot of it. All time low, you meet at six. But I listened back to Hollywood Undead thinking maybe there's one or two songs where I might just think, oh, it's kind of still catchy. You listen to the first couple of lines and it's like, whoever wrote this deserves the rope. And nothing else. Mm. I've been noticing that quite a lot. And just there's a lot of bands that sing about like 16 and 17 year old lasses, and it's like. Bands that cast them that fucking. Ah, that fucking bad. someone to make sure they're an age before you kiss them. It's not. I don't understand. That's bad optics. It's, it's bad <laughs> optics, yeah. <laughs> at, the very, at the very surface level, that is bad optics. Deeper than that, it's a lot worse. Yeah. If you, I, you might be an aunt. If I was. Even going beyond the age thing, if I was the front man in a band, you would, you could put a gun to my head and say, get in that crowd and kiss someone. Kiss one of those strangers in front of you. Aye. That's... Those fucking rabid, <laughs> feral. rabid feral fans. And I'd go, I don't know where they've been, yeah. where they put or what they do with their mouths. So you're going to have to blow my brains out and then it would be the execution of Michael McGinn live on stage. Well, there was... I, I didn't like Ed Sheeran, but I remember there was a story years ago. Would you ago. kiss Ed Sheeran? Nope. If you put a gun to your head, would you kiss Ed Sheeran? What's the gayest thing you've done this year, Jamie? <laughs> kissed Ed Sheeran. <laughs> um, I remember reading about a fan made him a cake and he ate it and it was full of her hair. Oh, that's, a, that's I wouldn't say a classic, but there's been a few. Oh, I, I, I still remember it was Ed Sheeran. Psycho Gaylor. Kiss, kiss, But yeah, if you have to ID someone to kiss them, you, there, there's a there's a decent chance that you shouldn't be kissing them. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like when um, I, it's very much like a, I am legally covering myself. Yeah, for this yeah. this very questionable thing I'm in the middle of doing. Aye, Just, I like a couple of 1975 songs, but I've stopped listening to them because he is a wank. Yeah, even in interviews, he just comes across as a fucking roaster. So we have had a lot of band people turn out to be cunts. I mean, I never liked Mumford and Sons, but that... Did it was win- a banjo player. Winston Marshall. Yeah, it? I think so. I can't mind his name. Wasn't like a, a mad right-wing talking head? Was he? Mm. I was right into Lost Prophets when I was younger. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's just a how we staring in the distance for all, all the music <laughs> which you can yeah. no longer listen to. Questionable it. music. I still listen to David Bowie. I know there's a lot of but stuff around the, that. But. Like, there's not a single musician that's come out from the 60s to... Well, probably was there not something about loads of... Was there not something about Led Zeppelin? I'm not heard anything about I, I think even Bob Dylan had accusations of sexual harassment levelled mm-hmm. at him. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. There's the magic word, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> 
we've covered ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> that is the check in the ID. Of... Check in the ID. Have you got your nonce card on you? <laughs> but yeah, like every, not every musician, obviously, but there's a lot of them where it's like, oh, that music's really good. And all you have to do is type name followed by controversy into Google yeah. and you're sitting there going, I just, uh, I wish I hadn't bothered. Yeah. I used to like I used to like some of Marilyn Manson stuff, but now that's like proper uh, attention. Yeah. Mind you, he was he was always a weird cunt. Yeah. But like the thing is, like you look at Marilyn Manson, and you go, "Oh, there's allegations against him." It's not a fucking shock. No. No. But... Was there, he was there not one of the shows he did late two thousands where he rubbed his boss on a security guard's head. Mm-hmm. Mid gig. That didn't yeah. even ID him fast. <laughs> that rings a bell. Like. Sorry, pal, you got your idea? <laughs> Imagine Everything just appears to be in order, is it? Because, like, the, the guards at gigs have always got ear defenders in. Mm-hmm. And you're always watching the crowd. So, like, if someone's behind you on stage, I know, like, turning around and... Getting that's not your job. Yeah. So imagine just feeling something on your head and having to turn around, and there's Marilyn Manson's... At this point, probably... Very sweaty. Very sweaty. Old man balls dangling in front of you. You would fucking break them. Speed bagging. You would get you the would take a <laughs> And you would end his life. Aye. Windmilling him with a claw hammer. <laughs> Do you have any idea where that rumour came from that he took out one of his ribs so he could suck his own dick? Because that is worldwide and I didn't realise that. And it started in a lot of primary schools and I didn't go to primary school. I still the, fucking heard it. The rumour started at primary schools. Yeah. Little Marilyn Manson in primary schools. <laughs> Look, I can suck my own dick. To a dark place, this light of thought will take us. <laughs> Wind it back. But, um, yeah, bad nonce. Yeah. Allegedly. Just in case, I don't know. Get Marilyn Manson chap in the door. And... I don't know where that rumour came from. But it's definitely one that we knew when we were younger as well. I love the idea. Marilyn Manson's sitting listening to Talking Mints and he's fizzing now. Like, used to love this podcast. Glass shaking in his hand. You just play the entirety of Burger, but it's just a topic of the mic. I'm going to listen to that repeat for so long. Have ZZ Top got their own version of the Dragula? Yeah. No, not Dragula. Yeah, that, that voice, the boy in the background. Funnily enough, there's, there's a bit at the end of that song where he, um, in the same voice that says things like black tie in the background and sharp dressed man, yeah. he just says, How about some fries on the side? <laughs> Is he the burger man? <laughs> Did they do a song for the burger man? I think he might be the burger. It's like Eddie from Iron Maiden. What's ZZ Top's equivalent? Is it just their beard? It's the burger man. The hamburger. I remember, what was that? Oh, there, is, um, there is a band called the Texas Hippie Coalition. Who look, heard of them, look like fat ZZ Top basically, but um, I remember I, one of their songs came up on YouTube and I was watching it, and um, the top comment was something with like a few thousand likes was was just something along the lines of it looks like they've eaten ZZ Top. <laughs> Hungry for Danish asks, what is some current slang that you all think is stupid? My example is when people say a song slaps, 
which is categorically less powerful than a song that is a hit. So a slap being softer than a hit, saying uh, song slaps should be an insult. What's the name of the show? The show is BS with Bobby and Sarah. BS with Bobby and Sarah. It is available on Spotify. I assume it's available on other platforms, but I listen to it on Spotify. Okay. So what slang that you didn't like? Uh, the first thing I'd like to say is these people have clearly never heard of the Ottoman slap, which is... Very, very powerful. Very powerful. Incredibly powerful. You can and, melt a man's skull inside his head with it. And I think that that is probably more ha- powerful than your average hit. So a lot of slang that we use around here is like set to the area. So like if I say "ged," no one who's not from Blair will know. Well, I mean, there's yeah, obviously like there's the, I mean, the area. area. "Ged" was my answer because yeah. I have no idea what the fuck it means, and I'm from this town. It's just kind of like you know how Glaswegians will put "butt" on the end of a sentence. Kind of, it's kind of just like utility it's, yeah. word. It's uh, it's like uh, you use it. I know folk use it for different things. It's like an exasperation thing a lot yeah. of the time, or it's just a bit of a hit. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've just never liked the way it sounds. Ged, ged. it's quite a ged. It's you don't it's got bad hear it though. that much anymore. Um, I'll say it sometimes. Yeah. DOS is another one that... Never got into DOS. Some people... So it was huge when I was in high school. Loads of people used DOS. And DOS just means good. But in other parts of the country... Shit. Yeah, it means camel shit. It means something that's absolutely terrible. And if you call someone a DOSer, that means they're a waste of space. So like in Edinburgh, you'll call someone a DOS cunt. Yeah. Um, and that's not a good thing. But um, if you were to say that movie was DOS, yeah. here it would be good. Yeah. Other parts of the country, it's pretty likely that that's going to be taken as a bad thing. So when I was in high school, it went from being DOS to being pure DOS, and that became DES and PD GED, which was pure DOS GED. I think back to, I used PD GED in my vocabulary. And if I could take a claw hammer back to <laughs> 15-year-old Jamie. Back to your own dad's boss. <laughs> And this podcast would never have happened. That's fair, yeah. But if you took a claw hammer to your dad's boys before you were conceived, yeah. you wouldn't have been conceived to be able to take a claw hammer to your dad's boys. Ah, uh, it's a paradox. Yeah. I'll do it, though. Well, the thing is, the if you do that, you are making sure that your girlfriend doesn't exist because she was born after me. Oh. <laughs> right. I have so the I power to erase the one you yeah. love. There is consequences to you rubbing me out of existence. Well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my actions. <laughs> if it isn't the consequences of my claw hammering. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll just... Have you got a claw hammer hanging about right now? Uh, there's probably one through the house, so. Michael, I don't feel so good since so just fades <laughs> out of existence. <laughs> like fucking Ben can <laughs> If you strike me down, you... Oh! Oh, oh yeah! Star Wars, but it's not lightsabers, it's hammers. General Grievous. Four hammers! I see you've constructed your own claw hammer. Imagine how rough a bootleg, like a homebrew claw hammer would look. Like Kylo Ren's claw hammer. Would that have two little little hammerheads? A A cross guard on a claw hammer. Imagine Luke just standing over Kylo Ren when he's sleeping. Oh, I hate, we always go back to it, but when Anakin kills all the kids, I think it's mentioned in every fucking episode of Talking Mints, but he's just, 
there's too many of them, Master Skywalker. What are we going to do? And, and the Warhammer just it, comes just out of his, out his, out his, out his uh, sleeve. I saw him hammering young me. I want to see Palpatine's twist with a claw hammer. Patron like the lightsaber throw. Some throwing a hammer through someone's chest. Jesus Christ. It's just mauling you at that point. The scene at the end of Rogue One, the hallway scene. Smacking fuck out of rebels. Funnily enough, what I was picturing was like that trailer shot from God of War Ragnarok where Thor just cape aside and there's Mjolnir. That's the that's the younglings bit. Yeah. just like brings the cloak aside and there's the hammer. It's time. So, uh, bit of slang that you'd get rid of? I was on a podcast that we all listened to recently. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't doubt that these people use y'all in their day-to-day life, but the word y'all is in the question there. But there's people in England and people in Scotland that I have seen typing the word y'all. Y'all, yeah. Just stop it. Oh, Christ. Since since we started, we haven't recorded a podcast in a while. Um, I've started uni and quite a lot of the younger lassies there all have a bit of an American accent. There's a couple of folk I went to school with that picked up a bit of an American accent. Yeah. So there's a few girls in my class who will say y'all, and they're from like Perth and Coatbridge. And it's like, it just, it sounds weird. It's wrong. Because it's a Scottish accent with a very slight American twang and they use American words. I wonder if there's some kind of relationship to how much of our media comes from America and the fact that American regional accents will be well, I know quite a lot of media you look at and see, and yeah. as as Michael will well know, I tend to pick up on words that I hear quite a lot. Yeah, you tend to pick up on a word and go, "That's horrible." I'll never use that, and then it's like two weeks later, it's that everything it's, I say yeah. is that word. Is yeah. cummies an Americanism? No, cummies isn't. Cummies is, is that world cummies wise? is as Scottish as you get. Cummies are eternal and are everywhere. I use Americanisms quite a lot. I say. Backyard, like garbage, garbage yeah, yeah, stuff like that. It goes right and it really annoys people whenever I do. I'm going to start keeping a claw hammer up my sleeve. Mm-hmm. Every time you use an Americanism, I'm going to crack another finger. The worst, the worst Americanism is sidewalk instead of pavement. And I do I, use I, that. It does make some level of sense. I can see where the word comes from, but it's just a fucking horrible word. Yeah. When I stayed in Glasgow, Ross asked me, he was like, oh, where's X place? And I went, oh, it's two blocks that way. And he got really pissed off with me. But Which, that makes sense to me because in it, Glasgow, everything's in like blocks. I suppose there is a bit I of wouldn't use it in Blair because yeah. I'd be like, oh no, it's across that street or whatever. Yeah. But if you're in Central, it's everything's a block. It is kind of a grid. But I still completely condemn the use of that word <laughs> in that context. Okay. So a lot of Americanisms. If Americans can use them, Americans can keep them. Yeah, but keep them out of Scotland. So yeah. our, our, our answer is... Basically a lot of Americans. Words that aren't from where you are. Kind of. Not now. You want to send all these immigrant words back to where they came from? No. <laughs> no. Where because get... I think a lot of it, like... So language is an interesting thing because a lot of our words as English speakers have come from Latin and Greek and a lot Arabic. from Norse, Arabic as well. So obviously you need that cultural exchange for language to move forward. Yeah. All I'm saying is stop saying fucking y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I don't really have a good case for it, but I really didn't like the word chuggy when that was a thing for a little while. No, I didn't. Like, no. Again, it's another word with really bad mouthfeel. Yeah. Chuggy. I didn't know a lot of folk who used the word chuggy, but 
we use chonny it's more, for chewing gum. Yeah. Just for, so that's what it means, just for anyone who's like, what the fuck's chuggy or chonny? I never, no. I, it, Did it, chuggy not mean something like tacky? As in like aye, something yeah. like a tacky dress sense? Or, but it just... Oh no, chuggy, uh, for my context, is chewing gum. Uh, it's not a word I've ever heard anybody use in real life. It's more just something I've seen on Twitter. But it's just not a good word. I mean, someone asked me if I wanted a bit of chonny and I had no fucking clue what they were talking about. Yeah, I've heard that before. No, chewing gum. Chewing gum's fine. Yeah. Don't. Are, I think the problem with some slang words is they're uh, actually more of an effort to say than just calling the thing yeah. what it is. I think especially if you're using slang words to someone who doesn't know the slang and then you've got to explain what the slang means yeah, afterwards as well. More of a pain in the ass for everybody yeah. involved. But there's definitely slang words that I've used that have died out. Going back to the in-betweeners, things like bumders and stuff like that is they have like a catchphrasey clunge oh right plunge was so one that's not really it's like euphemisms it yeah and it was basically picked yeah. up from the in-betweeners it's bumders not a homophobic phobic slur it is yeah 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 it's a cross between benders and bummers which is a great name for a D&D podcast benders and bummers yeah not one that we can use no we can't use it but if anyone wants to use Benders and Bumbers, that's not how it works. LGBTQ D and D podcast, they can't. I have a question that kind of flows into this actually. Yeah, go for it. DB nine three eight eight. Babs is trying not to cry. What's going on? Specifically here? asks, Jamie, have you ever had a pokey bum line? <laughs> it's not specific. Sorry, I meant to check the question list. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> What am I fucking looking at? I don't know. That is, I thought it was Sylvester Stallone, but it's not. It's a black and white image of someone playing a trombone in a woman's arse. What the fuck? I think it's a French one. Who has tweeted that? It's, it's I only saw it side on at the very start. I saw the black and white photo and I was like, oh my God, it's long crack Lennon again. <laughs> Without downloading any new pics, what's your energy going into 2023? I have a lot of fucking questions. That's definitely, I think that's the French one. It doesn't, yeah, I think you might be right. I'm not up on my <laughs> instruments, but it's... Firing pigs in blankets up someone's ass with a French one. I had a stalker once who played the French one. Really? Yeah. Did they just follow you about with it? <laughs> no, they didn't. Um, so I... I sat in bed and they're playing it outside. I'd done a play where I played a junkie and my photo ended up in the paper and I looked fucking terrible. Uh, like slick back hair, fake fag hanging out my mouth and that. Uh, and she saw the picture, found me on Facebook, started messaging me. She got my number, I think, off Facebook, I'm not sure. And she kept inviting me to her French horn recitals. So that you could blast it up her ass? Yeah. Or she could blast up your ass. Uh, maybe getting pegged by you ever a French had horn. A, you ever had a French horn bum, bum wank? <laughs> the words weren't lining up in my head yeah. there. It's like a mental block of these are words you should not be saying. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy, you ever had a, a, a pokey bum wank? I think I, ha- I think I probably have. Yeah. yeah. And I've had ex-girlfriends who were quite obsessed with putting a finger up. And I'm not really into it. You might as well try. Yeah. got to live a little bit. I'm not about it at some point, but... So, someone goes, oh, can I put my finger up your arse? And you're like, oh, it's meant to feel all right. If it's, yeah. if it's clean. If your finger's clean. Yeah. But no, you just fucking finger nails are too lager and drink coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put your, put your dirty finger up a good clean arse. <laughs> <laughs> I am a man who lives. Hands at my ass. <laughs> I don't like that you looked at my eyes when you said that. Yeah, I love on black coffee, cigarettes, and fucking lager. So, mm. 
I am clean as a whistle, baby. What Not about you? Because that wasn't specified directly to me. I specified it. Mm. Yeah. 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 Babs. Living La Vida Loca. Probably thought about it at some point, but I don't think I have now. Would mm. you be worried that you couldn't get it back out? <laughs> Gaping walk. <laughs> the Sarlacc. If you right, could... so I was doing some construction and I slipped and my thumb went up my arse <laughs> and I can't get it out. I'm sorry. Not just the thumb. <laughs> the fingers and the band. <laughs> Clawhammer clenched in it. Now that would do damage. Aye. How many clawhammers can you get in Turkey? Uh, and you need to fit the head of the hammer in as well. Oh. Just cave it open and just rest it in there. Mm. This goes back to my how intact does the turkey need to be at the end? Aye, that's fair, yeah. Not very. It's only in the turkey if the turkey is still recognised <laughs> as a turkey. Tenants is a really bad thing when you're trying not to bark. Yeah, I don't think it helps that we drink gassy drinks while we do podcasts. Ah, uh-huh. uh, no, you're on wine. He's on the vino. Joseph asks, how many of your other friends are also virgins? Yeah, probably there, quite a few. There's a story to this, so... So... Yeah, yeah. Slept together at my yeah. birthday. And she was like, yeah, it was fine. It was okay. Um, and he has been messaging her, like, oh, you want to go again and things like that. And I said at the Crown that he's so obsessed with her because she was his first. Which is not no, true. It's not true. It's not, it's not true and it's, it's very naughty, Jamie, isn't yes, it? Yes, I know. Eternal um, little fib. Yeah. Eternal little fib. So now, Josh and Jordan and Carla all believe that yeah. was yeah. first. But I yeah. I yeah. had a massive chopper. <laughs> uh, I know one person who's open, like, quite open about being a virgin. Oh, because he's engaged yeah. and he's waiting till yeah, marriage, waiting which is, I yeah, suppose, which is different fine, yeah. than I don't think there should be a lot of pressure on. I don't think there should be pressure on. Yeah. Because it creates. I don't creates. know about you, but the first time you have your hole, it's fucking shit. Diabolical. Yeah, no, it's not. Because um, you're just a. It's not peak performance, let's be, no, let's be honest. You have no a, idea what you're doing. You're, you're a clumsy teenager that's watched too much porn and you're like, I, I don't actually know how this works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three very weak thrusts. <laughs> that was smashing. How many times did you come, though? <laughs> I think I lost my virginity on, like, Hogmanay over at New Year's. Um, it was that long? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. 48 hours. Yeah. Started at 23, 58, 59, <laughs> finished. Starting my year right, with a little bit of crying and blood from both of us. Oh. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Jesus. Um, but we, basically, it was such a crap experience that we didn't try again until, like, around my birthday, which is the 18th of January. That's, it's not a really long time. A couple of weeks. Yeah. And then I got really good at sex, and now I'm a big shagger. You fucking, I almost... He burst into tears when he finished. <laughs> <laughs> Your face looked like it was going to collapse in on itself before you finished that sentence. Fucking Oppenheimer stare into the distance. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am become death. I am become shag. <laughs> Destroyer of hymens. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I am become shag. Cover of loads. Get the barricade out of the way, I'm out of here. Oh, oh, it's time to light the fire. This is the last one of these we'll ever do, so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, 100%. This one will never, no one's, never no one's see, upload it. I'll never, walk in, they'll find the laptop. And... I'll never see the light of day. Yeah. 
Crimes from the East podcast asks if you could if you ever get abducted by an alien, what would you ask them for? Is directions that... to Albuquerque. No, it's directions to fucking Amarillo. To... Show, show me the way to Amarillo. Yeah. That's that was some part for your dad. Anyway, up next Pink Floyd. Part for your dad is another podcast name people can use if they want it. That's what I'm going to ask the aliens for. My dad doesn't like my jokes and he doesn't like my podcast. Can I have some patter that might make him laugh? Here you go, here's a mildly racist joke. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that word. I'll make him laugh. Aliens getting all their information on the human race from like Roy Chubby Brown DVDs. <laughs> we wonder why they killed us all. But actually, it might have been entirely justified. So, what's the thing? Like, they ask us questions and we ask them questions. I get, I'd ask them what to do on the podcast. First alien on a podcast, what a milestone. Yeah. Be. So, yeah. Glabathor, have you ever had the Poké Bum Wank? Yes. I was trying to think of an alien name. All I could get was Thard. <laughs> and that's from 2000 AD, so. So we're asking them something like information that... Aye, could you, are you treating like, treat like a genie situation? Yeah, are you? did you actually help build the pyramids or that? Or, that's, oh, we know that, question. yeah, yeah, we know they didn't do that. That's a shit question. No, just that, like, what, just like, on your planet, what he's up to. What's, what's what sports like? do you play? Oh, yeah, that would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's a callback. Yeah. Professional. You've probed me. Can I probe you? Get your dirty hands out of my clean ass, please. Get your dirty tentacles out of my clean ass. Oh, I don't know. Do you ever, do you ever be into that? What? Just get a heel tentacle up. What if it wasn't in a sexual way? It was I'm just so, cleaning you. You felt brand new after it. Like when they get the fish to like like bite all the dead skin off your feet. Yeah. Like a colonoscopy, but it's like a tentacle just fires up and it comes out and you're clean as anything. Yeah. But you're going to be dirty again and like... Do not... No, because that's... Oh, well, there's no point in showering because I'm just going to get dirty again. That's why I don't wash my legs. <laughs> but I suppose you could think of any question you want. Faced by that, you're going to be like... To be honest, your brain would just fucking melt. Yeah. yeah. Unless you thought about this in advance. I think you'd probably, the first thing you'd say is like, what's going on? Where am I? So, sort of. Who are you? What's yeah. happening? Oh, you've wasted your question, mate. See you later. And then oh, they yeah. check you down a fucking giant flume. I don't think it'd be a flume. I think they'd just push you out. <laughs> I think aliens are unfeeling as to the concerns of man. Just push you into what? Orbit? Are they, are they orbiting in space? Are they pushing me into space? Or am I like getting pushed out while it's landed and it's just a three foot drop and I like uh, twist an ankle or something? No, I'm thinking like they're at like 200 feet. I need to find, I would, don't know, but there is like a, a height you can fly at, which is under radar, so you can evade, evade detection. But they'll be like hovering at that and maybe like 100 feet up and just shove you out. Sore one. And on your head, dead. No, he was out for a big walk. <laughs> Is that what the aliens say to the police? Yeah. <laughs> it's just aliens with like regular folks' clothes on. And... Oh, that way, you know, we've never seen them before, mate. Got any questions? <laughs> That's your one question, officer. <laughs> yeah. Pushes them in. In the ravine full of dead policemen, the aliens have been killed. Aliens said A cab. <laughs> in a ravine full of dead policemen would be like a good album title. Cryoria and their debut album, Ravine Full of Dead Policemen, featuring ZZ Tops. <laughs> Cover of ZZ Tops Burger Man. The alien unmasks. It's Burger Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, Burger Man, the whole time. 
Is that how Bugger Man speaks? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, listen to the song and find out. Uh, Katie asks, what flavour is the tomb juice? Is this the sarcophagus? Oh, it's, it's the tomb cheese and sarcophagus. Yeah. yeah. I think, going back to the cranberry thing earlier, I think I think it looks like cranberry sauce. Or like, oh, like yeah, a, a okay. red wine based. Yeah, what's the, I, would, I think red wine's probably... Bar's Red Cola. Bar's Red Cola, but it's flat and warm. Mm. And it's full of sewage. <laughs> Tastes a little bit like raw. Like something at an Ashens video. Jeez. Have you ever had wine that's turned? No. I've smelled wine that's turned and it's it's yeah. no good. What's it smelling? It's like basically rotten berries. Yeah. Mm. But I've drank wine that's turned. Mm-hmm. Um and it's got that real deep vinegary taste to it. So I think maybe the sarcophagus tastes a bit vinegary. vinegary. Yeah. But the thing you've got to focus on is it looks quite tempting. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't know what sort of powers it would give you. Yeah. I, I could become really powerful or just very ill. The power of a shitty ass. I'd be able to reach orbit using nothing but my ass. But I'll be half, half su- the weight and I'll die immediately. <laughs> What's your superpower? I can turn on the waterworks. Uh, out of my ass, like when the riot hoses they had to use in Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah, vinegar. Yeah, vinegar with a hint of something beefy, jockey type kind of solvent. Oxo. 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 Vinegary Oxo cube. Yeah. See, the next time you're on the podcast, that's your drink. Vinegary Oxo. Uh, listen, if you've got vinegar and Oxo cube, I will, I will dub some of it live and people can. Yeah? No. Oh, right, okay, my eyes were lighting up there. I've definitely got vinegar and all this is this, this is content, baby. <laughs> yeah. The internet's full of people hurting themselves with food for amusement of others. It's not stupid to that level. Uh, there's another question here from Katie, uh, which says, Babs, where are you going to hide the body? Um, I wasn't aware I was coming here for entrapment. So, uh, I, I mean, there, there, there are numerous good answers for where you could hide a body. Uh, Pete Bog. Mm-hmm. Was it? As long as it's not one they harvest for burning stuff, yeah. which they shouldn't do as environment yeah. inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. A body would just break down. That's the environment, really. Did they not find woods and mummies in peat bogs? Yes, because it's like really oxygen can't get to the bodies very well. So I think they, or like the open air can't. I can't so would you not want something that gets rid of a body pretty rather? I mean, what you're doing is basically putting them in a nature's freezer. Fucking wood chipper, then. Wood chipper. Yeah. I mean, the thing no. is, you're hiding the body. It doesn't mean you want the body to be destroyed. Okay. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So part um, of you wants to be found. No, but I mean, let's face it, right? Who's going to play in if Netflix I, documentary? If I hide a body now and somebody finds it in 300 years, I'm not going to fuck, I'm dead. Yeah. So they can't do anything about it. And I'll just be like... But they could find it in five years. And you'd still be kicking. Not if I'm watching it through my binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> The last century. I, yeah, I don't know. If you hit it somewhere and you had that idea in the back of your head that, oh, they might find that, you'd just be para all the fucking time. The other thing you could do is dig the Saddam Hussein pit in your back garden and just have it down there. Well, if it's not got Saddam Hussein in it, it's not a Saddam Hussein pit. But like the, it's a French sparkling pit. <laughs> it's not a Saddam Hussein pit if it's not from the Saddam region of France. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other thing, I mean... It's a bit serial killer to have the bodies in your walls, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and it would fucking reek. No, you preserve them. You get the formaldehyde out. Uh, vinegar and oxo cube. That's a good bit to preserve a body, right? What vinegar and oxo cube? My wall smell of rotting beef pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said to me septic tank. 
was a good place. That smells like shit already. And so. he's emptied. Septic tank needs emptied. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. So eventually someone's going to go, something's not right with this, we'll <laughs> empty it and check it out uh, and go, oh yeah, oh yeah. Ooh, ooh. Uh, it's a body. Another one was, my sister's pal said that if she was ever going to hide a body, she'd do it at the Camperdown Woods by Dundee because they're so like luscious that you couldn't see it in the summer. I've found dead people in there before though. Yeah, aye. And then whenever all the leaves come down, like I'm talking about hanging them from one of the trees there. So then whenever it comes by winter, the fucking predator. it's pretty much just decomposed. But again, that would be pretty traceable, I think. I mean, and there's that chance that someone would in the summer go, oh, there's a dead body up there. Just tie somebody to a rock and fuck them in the tay. Like, ah, uh, but rope breaks, you know, the body decomposes. Steel wire. Right. I mean, it's not a bad shout, but it has gone wrong before. And there's always going to be people diving and looking for stuff and sticking cameras down. Uh, Pig farm is your best answer. Pig farm's a good one, yeah. Just get them fucking eaten. Oh, yeah. Right, in your next door neighbour's flat, sitting on the couch, and you go and have a beer with them every day. (laughs) Why did you kill someone? I just wanted an excuse to get away from the wife. That is the next, like, big festival. So I once killed someone because I wanted some time away from the wife. I went to kill my wife because I wanted some time away from the wife. I went back in time and killed baby Hitler just to get some time away from the old ball and chain. I've been stuck in 1800s Austria. Please <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear>. assist. <laughs> uh, Unkamad asks, I like to ask people how far from the anus can poop be on their skin and they're still okay using wadded paper to clean it. What's the point that soap and water has to be involved? Mm. The bit of the cheek that you sit on, no. Yeah. 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 Boz, it's on my boz. I'd be like... <laughs> I think if it's on your boz, there's been some kind of disaster. Yeah, something that's going to necessitate yeah. a wider cleanup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seek help is probably the first thing I would say in response to that. What? Go waddle to your fiance asking her to wipe your shitty boz for you? No, I, I, <laughs> I mean, just like you might not be shitting properly. I usually manage to keep it relatively well contained, yeah. I feel. But this doesn't have to just be like you're taking a shit. This could be something's gone wrong sexually, you've had shit thrown at you because you're a cunt. Mm. But I suppose... I mean, I was thinking of it strictly in the limitations of going for a shit and it going badly. Um, if yeah, you've had shit thrown at you, definitely have a shit. Yeah, if it's not, it's just something that's happened... While you've been taking a shit, it's a bit. You mental. are probably using this. Right. I think the answer for the question is: so when you go for a shit and you wipe your ass, mm. you are using toilet paper. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there is a point on your body if you get shit on your hands, you're soap and water. Yeah, correct. So at what point on your body? If it's on, see the outside of your thigh. Uh-huh. I'm no toilet paper in that. I'm soap and water in that yeah. as well. So what, where is the cut-off on your ass before you go from toilet paper to soap and water? Is there not a case for both? So we'll say you've had a real ass disaster and there's a wee bit on the back of your thigh. Okay. You, would, you would want to get the bulk of that off with paper and then wash it with soap and water, surely. Yeah, but you're, you're still factoring the soap and water into that. Yeah. Whereas you're not soap and water in your bum hole. I mean, I do it every morning in the shower. You go when, 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 when I'm not cleaning my legs. Yeah. No, no, the, the arsehole is essential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm probably about similar levels with Michael, where I'm all right with paper and then... I do wash my ass in the shower. Yeah. 
But I don't I want to make that perfectly clear. Yeah, I don't wash my ass after every shite. I just wipe it. I've got the squid. I just take a tentacle. And... <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking take some wrong one. <laughs> just poke it. Seize your shit. No wonder Sagarera is so, so fucked in the head. Acid and then do the podcast. I would have to go very well, very badly. Yeah, fair. Like one of those painters that uh, <clears throat> does a lot of drugs and then keeps himself up for a few weeks. Yeah, there are musicians that say that. Uh, I think they the, used to be painters. For painters sure. like painters and a lot of inventors and stuff like that used to eat, like would you off meat, didn't they? I was watching a video recently about lighthouse keepers. Um, I've still not watched the uh, the lighthouse. Yeah, that's no, really it. it's good. I need to put that on my list for stuff to watch because I've been meaning to for ages. Mm. Apparently, like a reason, the reason a lot of them go mad is something to do with like lead poisoning. Oh no, is it mercury poisoning? Mercury. Yeah, because it was yeah. like what the thing was suspended in. The thing, good technical term. <laughs> the light. Aye. Uh, right. We'll go with that. Right. There was a crew of a ship that did an Arctic expedition. And the crew all went mad after they were stuck in the ice. Ah, uh, Belgica. Is that what it is? Yeah. I was trying to explain it to someone the other day and I couldn't remember a lot of the details. Yeah. And I like... thought it was because stuff was canned up in... Oh, no, wait a minute. So, there's well, there's multiple crews that have gone to the Arctic and got stuck in ice, gone mad. You might be thinking of... Is it Erebus and Terror, the Franklin expedition? But that's one nobody survived, so we're not entirely sure what happened to them. Yeah, but they... Yeah, so no one survived. And one of the theories is that they went through their rations and then they all went fucking mental because there was lead in cans. Yeah, because they hadn't been soldered properly or something like that. Yeah. yeah, no, that does ring a bell. I like reading about like weird expeditions, folk that have gone fucking mental in the in the Arctic. The idea of going to the Arctic and then waking up one morning and your entire ship is just frozen in the ice. Horrifying. Mm, Absolutely horrifying. I, I, I get a bit... Freaky with any sort of you're on a big ship going on an expedition because there's a lot of stories about it going wrong, but all the time, and they must like there's think all the times that they've successfully done it, yeah. And it's like it's like the, the whole plane crash thing and come back horribly physically and mentally wounded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good news, we discovered a new chunk of Antarctica. Bad news, we had to eat the navigator. <laughs> That's why we've been away for three years. <laughs> it was supposed to be a fucking three-day trip. <laughs> it's like in Blackadder when they try to get to France. Yeah. I sail around the Isle of Wight until everyone gets dizzy. <laughs> what are your best and worst of the year? So books, movies, TV shows, games. doesn't have to have come out this year. It's just something, I've something that you really got into this year or something that you've, you know, you've watched the prequel trilogy for the first time you didn't like it or whatever um, be- be- best of the year I mean this is something from this year but Andor Andor, Andor is the best TV show this year Andor has yeah. Andor was I knew good. Andor would be the answer for that for sure um, I can't think of a lot of shows that I've watched this year that I've been like that's yeah. on a level with I really liked The Bear that was good but it's not Andor level good I can't even think what else it was this year. Because 
I watched a lot of Seinfeld this year. For the first time. Did you get into it? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, Book of Boba Fett came out at the start of this year. Did we get that, a season of The Boys this year? Yeah. We did get a season of The Boys this year. I think it was this year I got really into What We Do in the Shadows. Was in the oh, TV show. What We Do in the Shadows has been... What have you thought of season four? I've not been enjoying it. No? No, right. I thought I'm was... not up to date with it. I, th- I haven't watched any this year. I'm midway through the fifth episode, but I've found the fifth episode a bit... The, f- the fourth season of What We Do in the Shadows a bit crap, to be honest. Right. I still think it's good. I'm still enjoying it. The bits of it I'm finding. I think the people are still good. I'm just not really enjoying the... I don't know, the writing maybe as much. Mm. It's maybe getting a bit more convoluted. Mm. Which, well, it does bigger arcs in it that are taking people away from each other. Oh, so. yeah, it's difficult to talk about without spoiling it. And obviously, yeah, it's quite current, so I don't want to. Yeah. But there's there is a, there's, there's a character that's no longer as they were, and I think that's a big part of why I'm not enjoying it as oh, much. Oh, you'll get the, this thing. You'll yeah. Work. Just keep watching it. I think I'm maybe halfway through season three. Season three was good. Season three was very good. Um, I got really into reading the Expanse books this year, but I'm still only on the third one, so... They're really good. I have, as I do most years, I've not really read books, but I read a lot of graphic novels. Best of the year, which surprised me, was like an autobiographical comic about depression and suicide. So that was fun. That was It's Lonely at the Centre of the Earth by Zoe Thorogood. And I got another one of her books for Christmas, so I've not read that yet. I tried that at the start of the year. I was like, I'm going to do more reading this year. And I have done more reading compared to what I was doing before, which was next to fuck all. Yeah. Not difficult then. So, yeah. But I'll just keep that momentum going. I've read, like, I read quite boring stuff. Well, not boring, but dry. Mm, so I don't yeah. really do fiction all too much. So it's like stuff like Open Veins a lot in America that I read, which it's not a lot of... Not very joyful. Nah, it's not a lot of jokes you can make about it, to be honest. Nah. And then movies, I don't remember what movies I've watched. I watched Spirited, which the new Christmas one with Ryan Reynolds and... Will Ferrell. Uh, any good? It's good, yeah. I think you and Katie would enjoy it. It's a musical, it's a new take on the Scrooge story. I don't know. Will Ferrell plays the ghost of Christmas past, I think. And Ryan Reynolds is basically just an asshole who works in a big company. Oh. Right. So they're just trying to make him change his ways just before Christmas. Yeah, so the Christmas Carol type thing. Yeah. So in this universe, the Christmas Carol takes place once a year they pick the person that they think right we're going to do it to this guy this year and they spend the entire year preparing to get them so they go through their memories and pick out the best bits and it's I'm imagining, I'm imagining like a pegboard with loads of red wires it's, like, it's more like an assassination attempt yeah it? we're going to drive them to their grave mm-hmm. this miserable cunt's getting it this year fucking sniper rifle watching him <laughs> as he comes out of the office bang but I I never really watch a lot of movies no I'm bad I'm really bad I don't watch much t- movies and TV at all see I can happily sit through like an hour and a half two hours of like It's Always Sunny or something like that but then if I think oh watch this movie I find that daunting mm-hmm. so I think I've only been to the cinema maybe twice this year to see Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man and I enjoyed both of them in the cinema I must have gone to watch Spider-Man and McCoy yeah you did yeah. it was fine yeah I liked it I think I watched Master Commander for the first time this year. Oh, that was very good. Yeah, yeah. I like the bit where he shoots the big Taurus. Can't remember if that happens. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that, so I can't. It's just about a guy on a ship. Yeah, lots of guys. Guy. lots of guys on a ship. Really, but I'm getting there. There's loads of other guys on the ship as well. All oh, right, cool. And then there's one guy that wants to shag 
every animal on the planet, and that's where they do the expedition. So they go to like Galapagos or something, is it? Or something lies like this. Galapagos or a Galapagos approximately. And he's just raw dogging every animal he finds. Um, I've not watched it in a long Christ. time. And I don't think that's what happens. That leads on to another question. I was going to do Yeah. Triple P cast asks, if you had the ability to turn into any animal, but you had to have sex with the animal first, would you ever use it? Once you have sex with that animal, you can turn back and forth from it at will. Now we're getting back into the... The arse cleaning tentacles. No, not the arse cleaning tentacles. We're getting back the into the... We shouldn't be animals cannot animals. consent. Yeah. yeah. Is this like the furry gateway drug? Oh, I don't know. Welcome to the furry gateway podcast. So, no, I would not. I would not fuck an animal to turn into an animal. I'm sorry, but for the purposes of, can you just turn into anyone that you slept with? Oh, that's got connotations as well. Yeah. Uh, for the purposes of the podcast, I will now discuss which animal I would fucking like. <laughs> Uh, I suppose you've got to work your way backwards for which animal would you really want to turn into? Yeah, um, yeah. Something that flies. How much of a fucking do you have to give it? Can you give it a light fucking, just a once in, one suit, and that's just, me done. Just the tip, and that's yeah. it. But then once I mean, the, 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 that's, for, I think I'm, I'm a no on this one. So Admitting to being a zoophile on a podcast, <laughs> immediately being shot in the street, <laughs> gunned down. Folk coming up to us in the pub going, who is that guy who was on your podcast? We're, we're going to get him. It's just a glass over the back of my head. That's for saying you'd fucking albatross. <laughs> the gorgeous creatures. The, the boys for spirit of turning up. Sorry, sorry. We love listening to this episode. Do you know where he lives? The ghost of Christmas past just being like, no, you're still going to die, but we're going to show you why. <laughs> playing back his play, Playing back the clips of the podcast. <laughs> a totally fucking animal. Yeah, uh, something that flies. Something that flies majestically. Golden Eagle. <laughs> How many years would you get for that? I mean, if, it, if the question was simply, what animal would you like to be a class? A swan. A balls deep in a swan. Oh, yeah, fuck Staring, swan, man. staring the king right in his dead wee piggy eyes. Staring in the American Psycho Flex. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the, pur- for the purely the purposes of what animal I would like to be, I'd quite like to be a cat, because it looks fun just lo- lo- lounging about all day. But I am absolutely not up for fucking animals. So, uh, yeah. So that's that one off the off the table for me. I'm afraid. Animal for the Muppets. Do you think animal for the Muppet? Can, can, do you think he? Can, he can, I think he can nod his head. Yeah. I think he. I think he would understand what was going on. <laughs> I don't like the implication that the Muppets know what a fucking is. But they know how to give a cracking hand job. <laughs> is, this, is this the voice of experience talking, or there's a giant hand inside them? The entirety of Kermit's torso wrapped around. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus fucking Christ. Chopper first and Kermit's, Kermit's <laughs> torso. Probably with Michael on this, I'd probably like to be something that can fly. But animal for the Muppets can play the drums. Well, that's fair. You could learn to play the drums. You do music stuff. Mm-hmm. Learn to play the drums and just don't fuck puppets. I will pick something that flies again then. Albatross. You're going for the albatross. But I wouldn't fuck it. Uh, albatross is not massively lonely. Same. Better peace and quiet. Get, Get away from, from the wife. wife. <laughs> 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 I fucked an albatross for a bit of fucking peace and quiet. <gasps> so that's it. Shh. Ah, the grump needs shit. Sorry. He said it. Five dollars. Five dollars. Get a bag. 
be a rich Muppet at the end of this day. <laughs> Triple P cast asks, if you had a chance to ethically eat human flesh, would you? Why slash why not? Yes. So I'm guessing ethically is like lab grown, I guess, in this context. I would assume lab grown, yeah. Uh, I would say no. No? You're, you're not supposed to. It's no. Like, can turn you mad for health reasons. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's probably no good for you. I'd like to taste a bit. I think if you did that, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm not letting that cunt do it. And He's I'm, a bad, yeah, yeah, okay. Elbowing him out of the way. <laughs> I wouldn't have any Morrison outscoring me. I don't, I, I, put it this way I think I would have a wee try. I don't think I would be, you know, tucking into a human roast, a long pig roast. Wow. With a fucking apple in the mouth. Succulent bum cheeks on show. Do you know, I think I'd Green be... Ass. Yeah. Caked up roast. <laughs> Caked up roast. I'd be really picky about who I ate. But I'm not fucking eating them. They're a roaster. I just, I've not... seen what they put on their body. Ah, their yeah. Body yeah, yeah but the, when you, like... I suppose we need to think of the mechanics of how you would ethically get a hold of human meat. Because when you go to Tesco's, you're not like, oh, well, that was a manky chicken. I'm not buying that one. Because you don't know. Yeah. So... Unless you've been fucking chickens again. Also, if it's if it is the lab grown meat, it's not come from anyone, really. Yeah. Sorry, Bab's just winked at me. He's going to eat you. Yeah. The next episode of this will only have me on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be extremely well fed. Yeah. Chewing through every fucking. Welcome question. back to Talking Mints with Liam Babington and no but, one else, and there never was anyone else. Bit him again, mints on a plate on the table. McGinn mints. McGinn's. McGinn's. McGinn's and Tatty. Oh yeah. I I would eat human flesh if it was ethical and fine. I mean, I'm trying to eat less meat. I'm trying to I'm trying to pivot towards veggie. Are you? Yeah, I'm slowly and badly. I've eaten so much pork in the last week, but it's Christmas. So. <laughs> I just oh, did you see the thing about that last year on Twitter? They're just doing like narrow the... that down. You interrupt me again, I'll fucking blast you. <laughs> She's. Been doing one of those hyper carnivore type things where she's eating nothing but meat and dairy and eggs. Right. Mm. And um, she was someone that basically replied to her saying, like, look, if you're eating all that meat, it actually takes a lot more moisture out of your body to break it down. So you're going to want to drink more water. Oh, is this the woman that was like massively dehydrated? Yeah. yeah. She was like, I went into the hospital. She was like, replied to the guy and she was like, nah, I, I, I drink enough water a day. I don't need to change anything about my lifestyle just because I'm eating a horrifying amount of meat. And uh, then like a few days later, she was like, yeah, I've been hospitalised with severe dehydration and I watched like the colour drain out of my arm. And it's like, you, you're an idiot. Just... I just, I think the, the overwhelming advice is just don't listen to anything anybody says on Twitter in terms of health. Because I mean, you've got... All the, the raw meat cunts as well. Aye. You see that whole thing with that liver king cunt? <sighs> no. He was on it was he was exposed that he was on steroids and you're looking at the guy and you're going, No shit. I think we're in different corners of Twitter. I'm not seeing any of this stuff very I'll often. Keep, I'll start sending you more stuff. Aye. Fine. Just be it might be for the best that you don't, to be I honest. I don't follow that many folk on Twitter. That's um, probably for the best. I'd mostly follow fucking comic book artists. People off other podcasts. If it wasn't for how um, good it is for getting, like, you know, finding things out quickly. Yeah. Or finding funny things. I just wouldn't bother with Twitter. I follow 130 people on Twitter. I follow 750. None of them's Liver King. Yeah. 
I don't follow them. I just follow enough people that regurgitate this information to me. Kidney. I'm going to become the kidney king. <laughs> Eating nothing but kidneys. Mm, my own kidneys. Oh. Mm. Saturn to those is kidneys. Ethical. Ethical. Saturn to those. That's really weird. I was watching a video with Saturn eating children yesterday. What, just the painting? Yeah. Yeah. The really like mad eyed one. Yeah. It's just the uh, headless yeah. baby. If you cut off a bit of your own arse cheek and cook it up and eat it, would that be ethical? This yeah. is getting worryingly close to that German thing. Oh, the... oh right, okay. No, there was there was two Dutch TV hosts that got a bit of their ass cheeks cut off uh-huh. and then ate it and they got a massive bollocking for it. The one you're thinking of is the guy consented to getting eaten. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Because that's kind of done in Sunny and it's also done in IT Crowd. There's a Ramstein song about it as well. Yeah. Mind Tile? I think it's Mind Tile, yeah. Mm. yeah. So yeah, that's ethically sourcing human meat if they are consenting. But if someone's consenting to being eaten, they probably aren't in a good... Mind frame. Yeah, no so one I should want to be. Yeah, yeah it's not. It is ethical at that point. It's not a health. No, it's not a healthy mind that says, "Yeah, that's fine. Cook eat me, me. me. Uh, eat me. Fucking there. They're going to have to eat me." <laughs> there was a little bit of light rimming on the table, and now I've been eaten. <laughs> I am dead. <laughs> and part of my brain has been putting in. I'm spent. I'm dead, and part of my brain has been putting an ice cream cone. Mm. Um, there's no ethical way to source human meat then, unless we unless it's lab grown. Unless it's lab grown. Yeah. I still think there's something a bit. But I still fucked think... about lab grown meat. I <clears throat> not in like a it's no real meat in a plain god type way. Yeah, yeah. it's just something about like yeah, I don't know what it is. What if meat grew on trees? Would you eat it then? Climbing the meat tree for a big waste to know that meat doesn't it grow in trees? <laughs> Waiting for the meat apples to fall. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my kidneys, right? Looking it's great this time of year. Standing underneath the tree and catching the kidneys in your mouth as they fall. Oh. <laughs> raw. Just raw kidneys. Slapping one down. Imagine the smell. We're gonna go viral with this one. <laughs> I had to, about November time, pick up a load of rotten apples that had fallen off trees in one of the log gardens at one of the states, and that was disgusting. I can't imagine doing that with kidneys. Yeah. Just sure. Imagine picking up a kidney and it just fucking melts through clean, your hand. It'd be like cleaning up a medieval battlefield. Yeah. The crows would do it for you. Just, that's what you should do then, have a lot of crows in the back of the van. Like, <laughs> on you go, boys. Can you imagine opening the back of your van <laughs> and it's like the fucking Batman Begins bit with the well and all the crows fly out? You get sectioned. They're my crows. They clean the meat. Getting a parking ticket and you just open the back of the van. It just swirls around the parking warden and it's just a skeleton and the notepad left at the end of it. You should not have tried me. I begged you not to write that ticket. Oh, I mean, in Umbrella Academy, there's a character who can basically see through... Ravens, I think it is. I don't think it's crows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they've wasted their writing on her because that was... I'd like to see that. She's a swarm of ravens. Just used for really basic, nefarious purposes. Yeah. Like Odin. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly like Odin. Exactly, exactly like Odin. Odin. Odin getting a parking ticket. Fly, my ravens, fly. We're going to go viral with this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
empty. <laughs> Bring me another. I'm going to go home. I told my mum, hey, I'm just going up to the Morrisons. I'll go see Jamie and Katie for a couple of hours. I'll be back later on. I'm just going to go back with Weinstein teeth. Like, <laughs> mum, mum, it was funny. You got a claw hammer kicking about. <laughs> I'm a run. There's your claw hammer, right? I'm going back to the Morrison's. So, Bobby, Bobby, Spunk on me. 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 The Melting Pat asks, which holiday TV special is your favourite? This will shock a lot of people. I've never seen the... Star Wars holiday special. Oh, because I haven't fucking seen it. Oh, and there's the Wookiee called Lumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Boba Fett on the dinosaur thing. Yeah. That's part of it. There's an animated set. There's an, an animated section. An animated section. An animated section with Boba Fett. TV holiday. I guess there's like Simpsons ones, aren't there? Simpsons yeah, Christmas the first episode of The Simpsons is classic. Oh, the one where they get, the they get Santa's little helper. Yeah. yeah. There's also the one where he steals... Bone Storm 2. I watched that the other day. That's a Christmas one as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Bone Storm 2. Buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. Mine's a big bit. I actually uh, really there's like a lot of Doctor Who specials to pick from. A lot. Because they always do a Christmas special. Did you watch this year's one? No, because me and Katie haven't watched it yet because we are catching up. But I've not seen it. Um, I've not watched Doctor Who for a while, but I realised very recently, like in my last fag break, the Weeping Angels are just booze from Mario. Can't move. You're looking at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where... So David Tennant's first episode, that was a Christmas special. Yep. That was a good one. Yeah, I like that. A lot of the Christmas specials are pretty nah. Yeah, and then you get some Christmas specials, which they're Christmas specials, but like the one with Rick and Morty where they go into the giant Santa and... They shrink themselves down, go into Santa, and it turns out it's Anatomy Park. And that doesn't feel Christmassy at all, apart from the start and the end. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh. Well, that came, that comes into a sort of diehard type thing where it's set at Christmas, but it's not actually a Christmas movie. Yeah, that's fair. We mentioned the Peep Show one earlier, where Mark's family all come round. That's classic. I don't know. But I don't really watch a lot of Christmassy type TV. No, I don't either. Like if I've watched that, it's because I'm watching through a series. Yeah, uh-huh. a Christmas episode. And you tend not to associate it with Christmas, so you don't can't think about it. Yeah. So, Disney Plus has got a bet just now saying sort of Christmas specials. Um, and my sister has wanted to watch some sort of Christmas special, and we ended up watching the Christmas special of My Name Is Earl. All right. Which is fine. I've not watched My Name Is Earl. Yeah, but I remember it being good. Yeah. What's the worst TV show you could have a Christmas special for then? What like the most inappropriate TV show to have a Christmas special for? Like like Breaking Bad or something. Because there's some things that wouldn't work, but like Breaking Bad you could get away with a Christmas special, maybe, but like Game of Thrones you couldn't. No, I definitely no, you Christmas do like, in universe yeah, yeah. You couldn't do like a Christmas special, The Walking Dead. They shouldn't have really done a Christmas special of Star Wars either, to be fair. That's why it was the holiday special. What would the Christmas special of The Walking Dead be? Zombies Zombie Santa. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie right, Santa. Yeah. Or Santa comes to town and then he gets bit by a zombie and then they've got to put down Santa at the end. <laughs> In front of all the kids. In front of all the kids. The kids have got to put him down. With claw hammers. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, baby. He's fucking leathering into zombie Santa. Mm-hmm. 
zombies aren't there that's definitely like a Judge Dredd comic storyline because they do Judge Dredd Christmas specials no I've got it it's the Futurama ones hands oh, down oh yeah of course yeah. hands down the Futurama ones where it's got Santa in it yeah because that is the one of the best spins I've seen on Santa yeah and yeah. they say oh what's his fuck? what's his fucking name what'd you cry him John not Candy he's dead Locksmith no the place Santa he was in uh, The Big Lebowski John Goodman yeah I'd probably put Futurama up there yeah no that's that's my favourite Christmas special I'm still that for my answer yeah. now as well why are you holding a rock please don't throw that mate <laughs> Jamie have you you've ever... not even got the question left <laughs> have you ever tried to suck your own dick oh definitely when I was younger here yeah, yeah. Mm. How many ribs have you got, Jimmy? Not enough. Should I call you Marilyn? What's your favourite holiday gift you've ever received? Here's that. Uh, the melting pot. When I saw this, I had a big think, and I actually no idea. It's probably... I got my PS2 for my 13th birthday, I think. And on my 13th birthday, I had two teeth extracted. As we mentioned before on the podcast, I have new teeth. Then I got given a PlayStation and I was like, that was fucking mint. The PlayStation is one of the, or PS2, I should say, is one of the best consoles of all time. And then you're knocking out the rest of your teeth and wondering why you weren't getting more presents. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Tooth Theory's just brought me a fucking PS2. The Tooth Theory's left a bloody tooth under my thumb. <laughs> Imagine someone coming into your house and just stealing your consoles it. and leaving teeth everywhere. <laughs> my answer feels very boring <laughs> What was it? Was it teeth? Yeah, was, was it a loaded teeth? A claw hammer and teeth. It's a stocking full of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having, that's like a saw trap, having to put your hand in a stocking full of teeth just to get it like a satsuma or something. <laughs> oh, an easy peeler, thanks. I think I got bit. With the slash marks down there. <laughs> my, my, honestly, my favourite would probably be a Lego UFO I got when I was like 11. Um, I remember sitting building it and there was some show on the telly about underwater archaeology mm-hmm. and it was just all about like the wee remote operated vehicles they were using and I was sat building a UFO and it was, it was quite good right. and then a, a random woman walked into my house drunk because she used to live there or something oh. but I was completely unfazed by it because <laughs> I was with my UFO and I think it was Time Team was on so here's, here was my favourite present here's what was good about it here's the trauma and here's something that was good about it again mm-hmm. yeah ah oh, fair totally mm-hmm. was she just advancing on you with the pliers just the claw hammer <laughs> yeah. just gonna get the teeth boy just don't touch the UFO Th- threw the, the stocking full of teeth at me just <laughs> left the house again I'll tell you my most disappointing Christmas present I we got a gloss over that just you were, it was Christmas and someone just walked into your house blew up I mean, there's not much to tell. She's just kind of like... Having stayed in Aleph, people just walk into the house. Yeah, she just she just stood in the hallway, looked at me and went... Bear in mind, I was about 11. She just looked at me kneeling on the floor with my Lego, quite the thing. And I she re- went, oh, sorry. And then my folks escorted her from the premises. I remember you when you were 11. You were fucking feral. <laughs> uh, this is just where I used to live up in Rotary. Because whenever I stayed in Aleph, there was a lot of stories about so-and-so walked into so-and-so's house because they thought it was someone else's house or it was somewhere they used to stay. And it used to happen all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, I mind that I, I got back from walking the dog once and I went in and a pal had been in, taken beers out the fridge and just left a note because nobody locks their fucking door. 
And I find that so strange having mm. lived where I stay, where you've got to lock the door here. Just left the door unlocked and I woke up the next day and all my teeth were going. All right, so worst gift that I had, I was so desperate for a Game Boy Advance the year that they came out. And I was going through gifts and going through gifts and I found something that was shaped like a Game Boy Advance out of its box. And I was like, right, okay. And opened it, it was from my granny. Was it cufflinks or something? It was a Game Boy Advance shaped pencil case. And I was so excited for a split second. You're a bastard there, boy. (laughs) Yeah, no, honestly. I've still, I've never owned a Game Boy Advance. I had an SP, but I've never... Which one was the advanced, the fluffy one? The purple the one. SP is the oh, fluffy one. Yeah, right. The pur- purple translucent efforts yeah. to the advanced. I know I had the advanced, I had the SP. Yeah, I had the SP. I had the advanced. Still got the advanced. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked. It's, it's, it's half the buttons didn't it's, work. It's, it's all one doing. I don't know. I assume that I got it for Christmas, but my Game Boy Color as well, which I've still got. Never had um, a Game Boy Color. Big into that. Because I got Pokemon Red and my Game Boy Color at the same time. I think that will have been like a, that's your Christmas and your birthday sort of job. That's the shite thing about having your birthday so close to Christmas. Yeah. And mine's just the day after yours. So yeah, yeah, aye. It'll not be long before people are just getting us one birthday present between us aye. and a broken pill case so we can scrap it out <laughs> for, who's, uh, for who's getting it. It's just a little circle with a present and in the middle of the circle is a claw hammer. Someone just goes, Go! That's all the Longlander challenges this year have a claw hammer involved. I'm going to go back and find the fucking bat of your dad's nuts. I love Katie, but not that much. <laughs> you got a Christmas gift? Oh, right. Aye, I, I was right, going to ask that. My favourite ever Christmas gift. Peace and love to every man. Peace and bloody quiet. I'm such a fucking scatterbrain that when I try to hang back to when I was younger, I just kind of piece together what I got when. Aye, yeah. I could name something that might be I'm sure I got a bike one Christmas. Mm. That was good. I mean, my, mine wasn't so much the gift itself, but it's that feeling. The experience that was right. Yeah, it's, it. it's, it's that feeling of I'm building Lego, time team is on, I am happy. <laughs> I've right. ne- never really reclaimed that. Yeah, I've got a few instances like that. I used to go down south for the first seven or eight of my Christmases. I would go down to England and we'd visit my gran. And I'd at the time, I didn't enjoy it. Like, I missed my granddad up here um, and didn't like all the travel and things like that. And I think I basically just cried quite a lot of the time, um, which must have been a fucking delight for everyone. But looking back on it, I'm like, no, that was a good bit. No, that was a good bit. Truth tinted glasses, isn't it? Ah, exactly. It's like, I've forgotten all the bits where I was greeting. But, like, but... That's, that's where, like, folk get all the nostalgia for, like, oh, it was better back in the... Ah, in the day it was like, oh, you'd wake up and there'd be ice on the in the window, on the inside of the window when you woke up because you had no central heating, and you'd, your brother would be dead next to you. They didn't build it like that anymore. So you could be some of these guns could be shot as a child, and they'd be like, ah, you just you didn't get to play a room like that anymore. We just got on Yeah, we just got on We just got back up. I've still got the buckshot in my <laughs> the bucket, the bucking buckshot. The bucket, I've still got the buckshot in my kidney. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's rose tinted glasses on a lot of that stuff. Because when you really think about it, when you were a kid, see if you vaguely remember hating something as a child, mm-hmm. you are absolutely guaranteed that it was the worst time of your life. Uh, yeah, a, 100%. Not a, oh, I was overreacting. No. Yeah, it's the shy worst time. thing that yeah. ever happened to anyone ever, and it happened to you. Yeah, exactly. I remember when I was still very young, and a man appeared in the flash of smoke and attacked me with a claw hammer. 
<laughs> you know Hitler. <laughs> Me witnesses. I've got some very good memories of also getting a lot of Lego when I was younger. I got heaps um, of Lego, man. I uh, still have Lego. I've still got all my childhood Lego. I don't have all my childhood Lego, but I've got bits and pieces of Lego. I mean, I had two younger sisters as well, so they got the Lego as they got old enough. But Lego. because you were bigger and stronger, you got the Lego. No, I had the claw hammer. <laughs> a Lego claw A Lego claw um, But I also, there was one year I got, like, I don't know, my parents must have found it cheap because I cannot explain 40-odd Star Wars figures, like a fucking rake of them, and that was a good year. It was mostly prequel figures. That was a fucking good year. I've still got all of them, too. Wasn't he 40 Jar Jar Binks? Was <laughs> no, we know he's your favourite. We, we bought you a Gungan army, son. I think I only have a Jar Jar in that box because I saw it in a charity shop a couple of years ago and I was like, I don't have one of those, and just grabbed it. Just grabbed it and ran. Yeah, yeah charity I, I don't pay for anything in charity shops. Yeah. What are they going to do? It's old ladies that run the place. <laughs> My partner was dropping off stuff at a charity shop recently, and like she was in the middle of handing stuff across the counter, and some woman walked up to her and says, Can I have that before you donate it? I've seen that before. It's mm. fucking diabolical. Yeah. Like the stuff's going to be cheap anyway. It's like. It's just, Not always. There's some charity shops fucking hike prices. Like. Sorry, oh, but to be fair, they're trying to make money for the. You know, it's, they're trying to yeah. make money for the charity, I guess. Aye. I'm a big fan of the Ox Family online charity shop, but sometimes you go on there and you go, how are you selling that for that price? Uh, I always go to the Ox Family well, Perth. I thought the That's thing, a great shop. I thought the thing with Ox I've got so many comic books out there. I thought the thing with Oxfam was that most of the money went into admin rather than actual charity. I think that, that's true. That Oxfam Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, I think I've heard that as well. Hey, magic word. We're legally defended. Cancer research have a really bad habit of throwing away a lot of stuff that they could use. Like the duck that you got given to give Kay. Yeah. Um, I've not told her it came out of bin yet. Oh, have you not? Okay. No. I'll, I'll wait. So we went to... I'll, wait, I'll wait until I'm on my deathbed and then break that one to her. Yeah. Duck. It was covered in shit, hen. The duck. The d- bin. <laughs> <laughs> you want the duck in the bin? No. No. The 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 bucking ducking oh <laughs> one last sad fart and then that's me going from this plane forever. What are his last words? Duck and bend. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> He's got a medium though. I'm getting duck. I'm getting duck and bend. The fucking the fucking Ouija board in front of you. Duck from Ben. Oh, you cunt! <laughs> 60 years he sat on that one. That hi-fi setup behind you, my dad's, that was bought out of a second-hand shop, quite cheap. The guy tried to donate it to a charity shop, and then they said, oh, well, it's not patent-tested or anything like that, so we can't use it. So if you give this to us, it's going to end up either with a charity worker or in a bin. Mm-hmm. So the guy took it, and he went across the road to a pawn shop, and he went, selling this I'm not looking for money just whatever you want to give me gave the money and then the guy crossed the road back to the charity shop gave them the money and fucked off so my dad got that dead cheap oh so he got the money for the pawn shop and still stuck it in the charity shop I just put it in because he was adamant that he was giving whatever that's worth to the charity shop and it's a shame that charity shops can't take a lot of electrical items I didn't know about the patent testing thing but I suppose it makes sense yeah imagine buying something out of 
charity shop and it just fucking blows up in your house on day one. Aye. Plugging in your new hi-fi and showering the trap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> the first thing he put on his Dracula. Like, Bugger around my ZZ top and it just goes fucking nuclear. My uh, my my dad told me a story. My granddad passed away a few weeks ago and we were sort of swapping stories. And one of them was we were talking about my Uncle Huey, who was my granddad's brother in law, who died uh, a good few years ago now. But he was from the rat block in Stirling, which is quite a poor area in Stirling. And he was an absolute kleptomaniac. If it wasn't nailed down, he would steal it. But he was a very good welder. So he had a lot of welding kit uh, in his garage. And he had a lot of... He was was a a pretty decent blacksmith as well. So he had a lot of kit in there for doing... There's there's stuff in the grand grand garden, which which he's made, that looks really good. Mm -hmm. But like you say, he was a klepto. So my granddad would take him out on the sites and try and get him jobs and stuff like that. And in the early 80s, was it the 80s? Anyway, decades ago, there was a a strike with the, the guys that drive the fuel tankers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the price of petrol would got hiked up. So my uncle Huey had done is siphoned a load of petrol into barrels and stuck it in his garage. So that I, I, I don't remember if he was going to sell it on or if he was going to just hoard it and be like, you know, I've got all this petrol. I've got all this yeah. petrol that I've stolen. And my granddad had walked in there one day and looked at the barrels and apparently just turned sheet white and been like, you've got fucking welding stuff there and you've got tons upon tons of petrol there. You will wipe this town off the fucking map. Jeez, God of hell. And that's how I choose to remember the pair of them. Aye, it's Moikers. But that's a proper, like, that's a proper old time attitude that you will not see these days. People aren't willing to steal and blow up towns anymore. <laughs> but can you imagine growing up with a story about, oh well, this town's this town doesn't exist anymore. It used to exist when when your dad was younger, but it doesn't anymore because of one man. It would be like the modern age fire of London. Did you want double meat? Yeah. How about some fries on the side? Well. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. And as always, thank you to the listeners and everyone who asks questions. You can ask us questions on Twitter, on Reddit, maybe on Patreon. I still haven't properly looked through that. Happy New Year. Fucking Albatross. Mm-hmm.